So we're going to start from the top. Regardless of how we may deal with everybody else, I'm 100 with him. He's 100 with me. That's the only way we going to make it. And from the beginning, it's always been we. It ain't never been. And watch this, bun. I'm going to say this too. You niggas out there think this shit is cool, but it ain't cool. Me and this man ain't never been butt naked in no room together with no hoes, pulling no orgy type shit, or doing none of that whole ass shit you niggas out there be doing, thinking you doing some fly shit. Nigga, if you're in a room naked with some other niggas and some broad, them niggas looking at your ass. gay. <laughs> <laughs> And you need to get on some other shit. Me and this man got nothing but respect for each other. We ain't never pulling no train. We ain't no motherfucking freaks. We some family men. We getting it paper. Know what I'm talking about? And I had to put that out there, bun, because a lot of niggas doing a lot of fool gays and shit out here, man. You know what I'm saying? These niggas, they flip-floppy. They pitching and they catching with these boys. And they doing all this. Old. And if you gay, that's cool. But be gay and come on out and, and be that. Don't be in front of us and act like a straight up G, and then you get over here and you let any boy bust up your back. But you know, <laughs> it's gonna come to the light. And yeah, I wanna put that out there. Man, this man ain't never seen me nick. Mic check, mic check. Check one, two. Rest in peace, Pimp C. Sweet John. Going down, know what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen. Coming at you. Reggie Days Radio. I'm a screwed up affiliate, ain't a strictly rolling red. Every time we hit the parking lot, we turn it red. I've been watched by parole task forcing by the feds. Cause they know I gotta pretend, and they know the game ain't dead. It's too late, I'm deep up in it, ain't nothing about me scary. Chiefing in the club, trying to find me something hairy. Pippin' at the bar, bar, smoking on the stove. It sucks, I came home from the pit, it seemed like everybody knows me. You got lots of friends when you're up and when you're ballin'. Just like Pookie, all the haters started calling. They see the diamonds in the Bentley and the candy thing. They know I'm mob style protected. They know I'm rolling with James. They know it's UGK for life and that I'm dying with one. They know we grinding fit to hit them with another one. It's UGK records right now. We need distribution. Since Laura Redma free the pimp is going down in What's up, what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days, man, and welcome to Reggie Days Radio. Hopefully, everybody out there is having a good week. We're just trying to catch the vibes, man. You know, had to start off with a good word from the Reverend Pimp C. Rest in peace to the Don. Plus the glass that put the niggas in a daze I'm nothing like a hater Even if I was, get out the way I had these slips Jump in the clip with no delay for trade a spray I stick and move for later And I feel be falling I'm still tipping, sitting something blue Tending like the fear So they watching me when I'm coming through When I lift the truck up and waving and banging Slow and loud, it's guaranteed that Trey gon' wreck the crowd We gon' do this one right here for DJ screwing Pat Where them haters 
bread. Used to Texas in the building, finna put an end to all the chat. I know they mad now, cause we here to slap it in they face. All jumps get squashed, that get the fuck up out of the race. I'm in my zone, second round gon' be worse than the first. Plus my slap be known to hurt they hard a little worse than his verse. And we still tipping on the corner, hawk on marijuana, like that fat pet. Oh, what's up, what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this is yet another episode of the Reggie Days Radio Show. Today, I'm joined by my right-hand man, Shame the Dream, and we are also joined by... Hey, y'all, it's Monet. So, clearly, I, I, I had a, a, a little bit of that Texas screw, you Ooh. know, on my mind, so I, I decided to, to start it off and uh, help y'all get in the mood. So, without further ado... Let's go. MCPH, real nigga. Polo, fuck that here figure. Made myself a ghetto star. On the slab, sipping bar. Smoking weed, selling white. The mother nigga shit don't come back right. That's how niggas get pop. Trying to get the cheaper price. Watch your paper. Shouts out to everybody out there who is uh, listening to us on their way to work or on their way to, you know, school. Whatever it is that you got going on. Hopefully this gets you through it. Keeping the game, hitting the cone in the can. Come on, sitting on leather. Let's sing. We could drink big money. Rolling in something foreign, no leather gripping. I handle my business, so I think I deserve it. Hey, Definitely can't do that no more, by the way. Ain't no slapping no ain't, ain't, ain't no slapping. A, even even well, if it's with a pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds funny, but you, you're still going to jail. Don't slap nobody with no pie pies. Like <laughs> good drink, big buddy. Hey. Rolling in something hey. foreign, no leather gripping yeah. I handle my business, so I think I deserve it. At this point, I felt like Jeezy couldn't miss, dog. He was going crazy on that day. I grind hard, grind play hard, play hard. Break out the pot, damn. Heat up the water, damn. Swear to God, the minivan do tricks. Hit the brakes, hit the light, and voila, they go them bricks. It's crazy how we both knew that. It's the heat, man. Oh, y'all vibing out like we is. My next tail trip all day. Day riding dirty, three nines and a four way. Yeah. Good weed, good drink, big money. Hey, big money, man. Something foreign. We only ride the best. You, I always forget Hov is on this song. Nah, Hov blacked out. Sun falling, I'm torn on foreign land. Worldwide, I'm known for the arm and hand. Heard the streets, I'm a wanted man. So it's on again. Started with the block, did it brick by brick. Then I charted with the rock, nigga, hit by hit. I'm retarded with the Glock, nigga, clip by clip. The competition is none, they cease to exist. He's off his rocker, he's a little skit. Stole like a football. I had to let it breathe. Bro, now I got the game so like Granny's good shaw. Sure, y'all niggas want war. Y'all got it backwards. Y'all shit want raw. Y'all shit want more. 
We don't have You know what I noticed Um Because of Algorithm living And everything split up It's hard to have like Moments Not messy moments But just like Moments in music Yeah Like the last moment We got was WAP But other Musical than, moments That's like what you musical, mean Like musical Like a moment WAP yeah. was a moment Yeah You got a point I can't think of many Moments Post After WAP Was there What God's plan Was after WAP God's plan was before WAP Or do I have I, I might have the timing wrong Right I don't want to screw that up. It's very few moments now. Yeah. Like those those times where it feel like the whole world took a gasp at once. Yeah, for sure. Meek Mill versus Drake was a moment. Yep. Nicki Minaj versus Remy Ma was a moment. Um, No Guidance was a moment. No guy, no Guidance was a moment. Chris Brown I'll and, give you that. I'll and, give you and that. Drake bringing it back together, making a video, and it still go hard. So that's a moment. It's 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 few and far <clears throat> in between now. Yeah, but it's not the same like how not even going back to nineties, even just in the two thousand year span. The tens, yeah. The two thousand tens, it was it was moments throughout all the time. Everybody was dropping heat, and I think that's also it's it's so interesting because you look at it and you're like, there's a lot of things that could have been moments. Like, um, what was the Kodak song that everybody was hype off before it even came out? Um, what? No flapping? No, 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 no. Um, da -na, da -na -na -na, uh, mm -mm -mm -mm. oh, that Z Zaza Z Z yeah. yeah, that the not the song, uh -huh. but the clip of him doing the dance in the studio. Yes, I remember that was a moment. That I'm gonna give you that. That's that out of nowhere. That's out of nowhere. But I guess you got a point. It's just well, the song didn't live up to the moment. Okay. That's true. Uh, it, but it the build-up was a moment. It had some run. It had some run, but it didn't live up to that. Yeah, that's true. Like, we might I have think, that wrong, I though. think now we have... No, nah, for the most part. I'm not saying the song's bad. I'm saying it didn't live up to that. That was one of the most played clips. Like, yeah. as far as leaks, that was one of the, the... That was everywhere. I think the song did a bunch of, like, numbers, though, right? Like, it's, it's it streamed well, much. but it died fast. I, I'll give you that. Okay, that makes sense. And I think that's what that. we're, like... Now we get these moments where it could be a moment, but it either dies very quickly mm -hmm. or it dies before it can be cemented. Like, I start to think about what is what would verses look like 20 years from now? It could be crazy if they keep it going, to be honest with you. Well, no, I'm saying 20 years from now, like, do you think people would care or people would be able to, like, come together and have, like, those moments? Could you have a moment? I don't know. That's tough because of the where things is everything is being viral. Which viral is moments though, but the viral thing is like short attention span. They time. die so fast. Yeah. So I don't think not I think it'll happen though. I really do. It's a lot of talent that are from the younger artists. So I think it'll happen. I don't know who's gonna do it though. See, I don't think it's a lack of talent. I do I, believe that correct. there's a weird thing that happens though where because of the fact that we don't have um, what would you call it? Because of, of the fact that we don't have longer lasting moments, it's harder to capitalize on them in the future. Here's here's what I mean. There's a lot of people I feel like I loved. When I say loved, like I listened to on a regular basis yeah. in maybe 2014, 15, 16, 17, that looking back in the decade, if I had to name records from that decade, mm. I'm fairly sure I would forget them. 
Like it'd be harder. It, it's harder for me to name who I loved looking back now than maybe in 2010 looking back at that decade or maybe in 2015 yeah. looking back at that five years or, yeah. you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Interesting. I think I would think you would know who, you know what I'm saying? You was jamming back then and maybe know the record stuff. I know some. Yeah. But there, every once in a while, I come across, let's say um, I'm, I don't know, I just hit shuffle. Yeah. And something plays, I'm like, damn, I forgot that even existed. That's and that happens so frequently now. Yeah. But it didn't happen as frequently before. That's why I'm shuffle shorty, though, because now, especially because you, it's a lot of songs to forget. You know what you know what I mean? It's easy to forget. It's mad. It's a lot more music coming out way more frequently now. That too. Things don't last longer in time. Like there's like really, my fault. Um, there's really good projects that come out that they you hear about them and then you don't hear about them like kind of fast. I remember back when you know again those two thousands times the album was popping, and you knew about it for maybe the entire summer going into the next the next season or even the next three. Three seasons per se, just like a a black album like type of thing or those Jay Z albums that came out back in that time span. Those were like Blueprint One, Blueprint Two, Black Album back to back. Those were those were albums that like lasted for a long time, like from the time whenever they did drop going into possibly like the next year. That's a good point. A it good ain't point. to me. All I was saying because that was long winded is it's not like that now. To me, with most stuff, most stuff drop it be fire. People like it, and then that be it. No, I, I actually, I give you that. I give you that. Um, that that temporary nature of music is probably what is the biggest contributor. Of what makes that difficult? Yeah. Um, as y'all could tell, you know this. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cap and act like there's nothing going on in the news cycle. We all know what's happening. You yeah. Know? If I if I wanted to, we could be the guys talking about Joe Smith's wife right now. Yeah. Or we could be talking about you know. Will Saucy Santana clap DJ Academics cheeks, or will he continue to hide in his house? <laughs> yeah, it's safe? enjoy the last episode with Mr. Howard. We're not going back down. Yeah, I was like, again. you know what's funny? I was like, two episodes in a row of talking about man on man cheek clapping. Yeah, and it's gonna make it's gonna give me like a Chappelle type run where niggas like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't like want now people's... I'm targeting. Yeah, it's targeting. We gonna have people squinting their eyes at us. We don't want that drama. Yeah, um, I ain't even. Yeah. Speaking of people squinting their eyes, though, um, shouts out to Jeezy and his uh, new album. Clearly, he's very angry at Jeannie Mai. And, oh, and he got his, he got his, he got. I'm gonna say, off. Jeezy got, <laughs> Jeezy got off on anybody who ever did anything wrong to him ever. He didn't like, say I forgive, I don't forget. He didn't forget nothing. <laughs> he talked about, and it's crazy because it's a double album. Mm-hmm. He talked about everybody from rappers like. He there's there's Gucci subs in there, there's mm. Freddie Gibbs subs in there, there's ev- it's it's not still you as still in like at them? not not still as in like I'm reawakening the beef. Yeah. It's kind of like if I told my life story, and me and you beefed when I was 13, when that you, chapter comes up, I'm gonna bring I'm, out what happened. I'm gonna say I, what I happened. I didn't fuck and with I'm you a, in 2013. We cool a, now. And I'm gonna say everything I thought about you at that time. At, at that time, you was a whole ass nigga. You my man's now. <laughs> Like, <laughs> except I'm just not gonna put the you my man's now because we talking in in, right. in context. Yeah, in I like context. that. Oh, I like that. It's gonna be that type of album. Like I told you, I once get up out of here. I'm gonna give you a review. I'm gonna hit you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
this we're recording the day after it dropped yesterday, right? Yes. So yeah, we haven't had time to really go through it. I've listened to the album like one listen through, but even that wasn't full. Like I haven't really had a chance to like sit and digest. But then, then let's come back to it just because we we listen to Jeezy. Yeah, um, of course. So we could we could come back to it and talk about it a little bit. Now I'll say this: track one to fifteen um, is the first half. The second half is sixteen on. Mm. One to fifteen is like. A normal album you have a lot of different producers a lot of different engineers or whatever the from 16 on is all justice league top to bottom i told you i'm i'm super ecstatic about that because they they don't miss justice league is my favorite production camp so i didn't even know that yeah, really yeah yeah i just found out something about the as far as album. active the, okay the you know my favorite producer of all time is it goes back and forth between dre and dre and yay uh-huh. But if we're talking about like production camps and we're talking about today, yeah, there's no, to me there's nothing more luxurious than a than a Justice League instrumental. There's nothing that gives you more body, more life, more like you're gonna get 18 mm-hmm. instruments on a beat. That's real from the Justice League. Like it's gonna be them to give you that. Yeah, that's real. They do their thing. Yeah, so. Uh, definitely check that out. Um, you told me about Majid Jordan. I haven't had a chance to check that out. Really, yeah, really good album. Um, forgive me, y'all, because the only thing I don't remember is the name of the album because it did just come out. This is it good too. people? It is. Thank you, bro. Thank you. It is actually good people, and it's good people. I ain't gonna. Just... <laughs> that was probably corny, but I, 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 it is a good album. It is a good album. No, no cap. It's a no skipper. If you like that type of music, it's pretty much a slow, slow type instant burning type of vibe but it's a good it's a really good album all no skippers if you're into that type of r&b though yeah uh destin conrad got a project out fire fire Um, there's there's a lot of people that dropped a lot of good music um i'm thinking going forward i might try to um keep up with like when releases are happening just start posting releases on my instagram page okay like you know hey tonight Blah, blah, blah. Like, because okay. I know when things are coming out and I started to realize, like, the more I have conversations with people, a lot of people don't know how to keep track of what's coming out, apparently. I mean, it's hard. Everybody do the same thing now. Everybody run to their social media for it. Remember, it used to be, not to age us out, but it used to be commercials. Yeah. You feel me? It used to be actual commercials for people's albums. Now the commercial is the Instagram post. So let us know now, Um, you know, if you guys go ahead and uh, DM us or let us know if... Us putting, you know, music releases and stuff like that on the Reggie Days radio page, would that make you more inclined to, you know, follow the page and interact and this and that? Would that be something that you guys are looking for? Would y'all like playlists, too? Like, if y'all into that, if y'all want me and Reggie to put things together, because we be be having heat behind the scenes, so we could do that. So, yeah, definitely let us know about that. But uh, y'all already know, we ain't going to talk your ears off all the way Mm -hmm. through. Right about this time, we're going to jump into the first music break. Take us out, man. Where we going? What are we doing today? Ah, oh, man. Okay, so for someone who is musically illiterate, I have been trying to broaden my horizons. And I just heard this song by Dustin Conrad from his new project, yes. uh, Submissive. That's a good one. And the song is called Tantrum. So... All right, all right. So, Tantrum by Dustin Conrad. Go ahead and keep it locked. And uh, let's go ahead and check this one out. Let's go. Yeah, nigga.
Coming up next, we got a uh, release from one of our favorites. You know, the show is definitely Chris Brown supporters, so we got to go with uh, Sensational by Chris Brown featuring DeVito and LoJ. Let's get it.
pull up on my tape cassette. Your booty wider than the internet. I'm a presidential if you rose a fell to lose. Goody goody, get your goody goody bam bam. I need you now now. Put me on fire like a lantern. Can you taste so divine? And I wonder why you so so so. All right, and that was Chris Brown with Sensational featuring. Who's that featuring? We had DeVito on the track and Lo J. Now, whew. so this episode, we're going to keep it uh, a little bit more fun and a little bit more jumping around. I, I, you know, all that timeline stuff. Is we just, shooting the stuff today. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really in the mood for the timeline today. But what I am in the mood for is to laugh at people. It so, is funny that my dog has a toxic gang shirt on, but we're not doing nothing toxic. Oh, no, no, no. That doesn't mean we're not doing nothing toxic. Oh, okay. So I speaking, got that wrong. Speaking of toxic. <laughs> Straight to the shit. Our bodies are still... I told a girl the other day, our bodies don't even tell us to love y'all. It tells hey, us for y'all. Hey, like it does. Right. Like it, I said um, this, three girls it. back to back. It's hard to... So, all right. Before this, uh, before we <clears throat> jump into the clip, Aver, uh, the battle rapper... St. Louis. From St. Louis, he... Um, he visited Math Hoffa's uh, My Expert Opinion podcast, and they were talking about um, pretty much the nature of men and women and monogamy and things of that nature. And Averb decided to show his ass, and it went viral. So let's go ahead and listen to his opinion, his expert opinion. <laughs> Dang, not the expert opinion, no, ex- expert opinion. His expert opinion about uh, men and how we feel so i can't wait for him to tell me how i feel oh he's speaking for all of us yeah i'm tired of y'all doing that let's go from the top <laughs> our bodies are still i told a girl the other day our body, bodies don't even tell us to love y'all tell us to fuck y'all mm. like, the girl, like it, i said this it's easy to three girls back to back it's hard to <laughs> your girl three times in a row what? right behind each other like think about that. Like if you really pre- like think about that, right? Three girls walking in back to back, you up and ready each time. It don't matter. Your girl back like trying to hit her three times in a row, your dick gonna tell you, nah man, we don't want this. It's most cases. Like our bodies tell us to go and get somebody else. That's why thirty men can populate the whole planet. It's running through our bodies. It's like saying our our brains don't say fall in love. It's like her and I get some of that kind. <laughs> like, but they don't know that our bodies say this. Instinctually. So being the only one without a dick in the room. Oh my gosh. Um, how I would like to hear from y'all. And we stop in there. I, I, that's the whole clip. That's the whole clip. Oh, that's that's the clip. Oh my gosh. I just I just would like men to start speaking on behalf of like all men. <laughs> Like, I get it. We do have similarities, but then there's things that's just different. And that's normally views and opinions. We don't all feel like that, homie. You trying to fuck up Happy Home talking like that. Did you hear what he said? I don't want to repeat it. I don't. Toxic gang. Come on now. Come on, toxic gang. What you got? I'm going to just, I, I guess I'll just say this. That's not fact. That's what I got for you. I'm going to keep it plain and simple. No drawn out thoughts. That is not a fact. I don't know what the. F- that is not a fact. I don't know what the hell he talking about. I'm gonna try to stop using the f bomb so much because I drop them a lot. I don't know what the hell he talking about. As a woman, 
How? Well, okay, your reaction to hearing, I guess, that in general. What does that make? Like, what? I guess let's start with what's the first thing that comes to mind, and then transition into how does that concept make you feel? Like, let's say hypothetically, right? Mm-hmm. We were we were able to stamp that and be like, this is biologically how men are. So now you look at that and you believe that that is fact. How how would that make you feel? Um, that. It's, it's confusing because I wouldn't feel any type of way. I would be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, if I was just hearing that that was fact, I would be like, yeah, sure, that makes sense. You know, men have the, the penis and they <laughs> get aroused whenever they want. And it's like the limited knowledge that people have about the way that the male anatomy works. It would make a lot of sense to a lot of people. Um, but you know, in a world where that was hypothetically true, yeah, I would be like, that makes sense. Um, this world that is not true. So hell fucking no, I don't think that makes sense. But I think that makes the least amount of sense. That man said, our body don't even tell us to love ourselves. Where you get that from? Did he say love ourselves or he said to love Or, 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 or to love anyone. Anyone. To- so your body is in charge of you loving people now? First of all, that's a subconscious thing, but that's a whole nother left. You know? You know what I mean? I don't, I, again, he just was, to me, he's talking out his ass. I'm sorry, I just don't, that's all I could really say. It sounds like he was talking out his ass. That's how he feel. I respect you speaking how you feel, but I, I, I don't get where any of that could make logical even sense. What that sounds like to me is a man that doesn't know how to control his dick. And, and he, he's trying to make sense of that. <laughs> I, yeah, that's about accurate. I think he may try to validate. You know what he did? He's toxic gang for real. He's validating He's validating dogs. He da- oh, he he's on go. he's validating what Drake put out the album for, which was for all the dogs. Mm-hmm. He was on his for all the dogs bag, to be honest. Like that logically that don't make sense. Biologically, that don't make sense. Even theoretically, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. All right, so here's the thing, right? The reason why I was so quiet for so long was because this, what he said in the middle, that concept of um, a man being able to have sex three times back to back with three different women but if your woman wanted to have sex three times in one night, you're unable to. What the fuck is he talking it, about? I'm sorry. I did it. I did it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It sounds it. it sounds crazy, but it was very familiar to me. And I was like, why does this sound so familiar? And it, it's killing me. You know I'm a reader. Mm. It's called the Coolidge effect. Mm. Now, this is actually a thing. Coolidge? Coolidge, as in uh, like Calvin Coolidge, like the, the word Coolidge, C-O-O-L-I-D-G-E. The Coolidge effect is a biological phenomenon seen in animals whereby males exhibit renewed sexual interest whenever a new female is introduced, even after sex with prior but still available sexual partners. That is a biological thing that happens to men. All right, that's... And you, that's true. I'll say that that can be true. Now, I, I know this sound it's, it's it's funny because when I heard it, the first thing I thought of is I was like, what he's saying is ignorant. And the reason why he's saying the reason why it sounds ignorant is because of two things. One. It's not nice. 
Like, we're going to start with the obvious, right? It's not nice. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there who do believe in love and believe in monogamy and believe in the concept of man meets woman, woman meets man. They both fall in love and be with only each other forever. And this concept is like a biological trigger that can make it look as if it's almost impossible to do so. Now. Him using that as a way to say this is how men should be is interesting to me. I'll say that because conceptually what sep- what makes us human and what separates us from animals in general is choice, is willpower. It's it's uh, uh, discipline. Mm-hmm. Like technically we could shit outside. Yeah. Yes, we could. We could. It's like we could pee outside. We could. There's a lot of things that we can do because biologically we are able to do them, mm-hmm. and biologically animals do these things. Yeah. But do we? Like, should we? And that's the question that everybody else is coming from. Everybody else is coming from a position of what we should and shouldn't do. What he's doing is he's saying, <laughs> "Well, he's not a monogamous person." Yeah. And he's using that biological effect to show that well. You know, a lot of people keep pushing this love thing down my throat or whatever. But in reality, as a man, I, I have things in my biology that prove that what I'm doing is innate. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my biology supports what I'm doing. He sounds like every man that um, wants to be in a poly relationship. That's usually their yeah. reasoning. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Those are people who, like I said, they just want to validate why they jump from, you know, woman to woman and stuff like that. There's fact, there's fact in, I'm going to be simple. There's fact in men get bored. There's, there's fact in that, that type of thing, sexual chemistry thrown off and couples and things like that, that, that happens or whatnot. But again, what he's saying is to me, just like you said, it's not nice. I almost don't have a really, I'm sorry, I'm lost for words. I don't have a real way to put it because he's not really, to me, coming from like so much of a logical place. He's coming from a just straight, his opinion, his view base. Well, technically, to, what to he's me. doing is defending his way of life. That, mm. That's what I said. He's doing, his, you know what's funny? His, his viewpoint. He sounds a lot like when people defend other things that they believe in. Like, uh, there are people who defend the concept of homosexuality mm-hmm. from, like, let's say they're speaking to somebody who's yeah. religious. And yeah. they're saying, well, technically, you know, there are synapses in my brain that do fire these ways. There are ways that if you break it down, even scientifically, it's not just XX and XY anymore. There's so many different other ways of determining, you know, uh, the way that somebody... Uh, uh, lives and grows and exists and things of that mm-hmm. nature and especially if we're looking into all the different genders and gender expressions that exist mm-hmm. you know looking at what's the latest the DSM what are we on five six DSM five five oh, okay they, you can you can take that route and explain them and to be honest there's the same amount of validity in his response there's the same amount of validity that a gay person trans person straight person whatever who uses biological expression to defend their opinion it's pretty much the same amount of validity it just is this one is just if it's a little bit more crude if we're just going from that aspect so you think it's just there's any facts in what he's saying there are facts in it but here's the thing he's also skipping a point you're using biology to describe an emotional phenomenon and that's why it's always going to run short like biology is what your body. Yes. Mm-hmm. What it is, how it does things, how it, how it, what is love? 
what exactly is the concept of love or even a relationship? Your body would never tell you to, to, I don't think, I don't believe in a body telling you to love somebody mm. yeah. because I don't think the, yeah. my body don't tell me to love anything. Yeah. So damn. my body don't tell me to hate anything either. I went mm-hmm. crazy a little bit, but I mean, when I think about it, he, you write about that. So does that mean I shouldn't love shit? That's, that's my thing. Should I live my whole <laughs> life not loving anything because my body doesn't naturally just make me love yeah. shit? Yeah. I feel like what he's also doing is, is adding a little bit more damage to the black male community because it's already the fact that a lot of women see that men can't love or men don't love. And then him putting out this narrative of quote-unquote biological biology excuse me mm. it's just making it worse it's just fueling that idea of like yeah i don't like he doesn't love he can't love so why should i x y and z yeah there's already a racist and um um there's already a racist narrative that black men are incapable of being faithful black men are sexual deviants black yeah. men are sexually um undisciplined solved. You know, mm-hmm. these ideas that we lack the discipline to be able to keep a family or mm-hmm. to keep a household together. We lack the discipline to be able to build, stay with something and build it and see it through to the end. That that shiftless yeah. Um, yeah. Um, image. And that rolls into it. The idea that we are the, the proverbial buck from slavery. Yep. We're just there to mate and mate and mate and consummate. Even his idea of like, yes... 30 men can populate the earth. That is actually that a, is, a, a, that is a fact. That's a fact. Yep. But you should not fuck that much. <laughs> Nick, that's Nick that's Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> this part's for you. Just because we can do it. Like, okay. I know y'all heard about these stories like years ago. There was always these random stories of, uh, there are women, right? Mm. There, uh, there's a woman on a bridge. Her kid is in a car. The car catches on fire. And they're like, oh, my God, what are people going to do? We can't. And the woman runs up and rips the car door off like she's fucking Superman. Or you've seen, you've heard stories of like a mm-hmm. woman's baby was pinned under a car. Mm-hmm. And somehow the mother with her strength is able to lift the car yeah. up. Yeah. And this and Women that. Women have fought bears and survived. Just because we're able to do it doesn't mean you should go out today. It's Monday. Let me go lift the car. <laughs> let me go or punch let, a bear in the let face. Let me go punch a bear. Hey, Leo did it in The Revenant. Like, you can't. That idea of because humans are have the capability, I should just go out and do this shit. Because my body doesn't tell me to love women, I shouldn't love these bitches. Like, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That that's, is crazy. That's where I'm lost at. Like I said, the logic behind it is just off but that's, to me. That's because... I bio, don't agree with the logic. Biological that's responses are to biological triggers. It's call and response. Nature is, nature is, yeah. is a call and response game. You get a boner because you are looking at uh, the body or essence or smelling or feeling or hearing a woman that is attracting you. Mm -hmm. There's no, your heart doesn't get a boner. Hell, the heart actually just pumps blood. Even the concept of the, oh, my heart feels for you and all of that. None of that is biological. So with that concept. The heart does give the boner strength. <laughs> Shut <You're up>. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying with the, with that concept. Does that mean we should just never love anybody, never love anything, just because our body hasn't my body hasn't forced me to love you, so I can't love you. I shouldn't mm. because my body doesn't have that response. Mm. 
That is toxic game. That means we're we're animals. That that's you saying I am an animal. Mm-hmm. Anything outside of what my body says to do, I won't do it. Mm. Don't touch my body. Don't. I don't know. <laughs> Random. I don't know. That that that's where I took it cuz I I'm not as easily triggered. So, and I read too much for my own good sometimes. So even when these niggas start going left and the average person's like, look at them. We got to take these podcasts away from the black community and blah, 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 and da, 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 da. I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't gonna shit on the nigga completely. He's not saying something is made up. Yeah. That's the crazy part. A lot of the people that are calling him dumb. Yeah. There's a lot of people, like I was scrolling through the reply. There's a lot of people calling him dumb, saying that they're liars, saying that they're making stuff up. Even men. Cause we, cause your natural response to things like that, who, that do sound absurd. Yeah, I'll say this. I'm I'm guilty right now, but cause I didn't know nothing about this. It was just a clip. You mm-hmm. feel me? So like, in in a response to a clip, and it's a it's a teaching moment. I don't I don't mind. I'm humble. You feel me? Like, I don't know everything. From from a clip though, when you and that's why they do say sometimes you need to just watch the whole thing or do your research mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You gonna have an emotional response and whatnot. Like I may have sound triggered. I just, you know, damn near called him dumb, but I didn't call him dumb. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's that's where things get tricky. That's where things get tricky. Um, it's dangerous when yeah. you blur the lines because, like you were saying earlier, Reggie, there's biology and then there's fact. It's like if you just speak on the biology of things then yeah he wasn't saying anything that wasn't true but then you leave out the most important parts that put together the full picture for you yeah like morality mm -hmm. like there's a (laughs) lot of things that you could biologically do and if i really wanted to take this podcast to hell we could really talk about some biologically Uh, insane stuff that people could do (laughs) oh yeah but just because your body can do it r kelly doesn't yeah. mean yeah. that you should just do it. Yeah. Like, to me, that's the same mentality. The same thing that got R. Kelly locked up right now is the same idea that, well, my body reacts to such and such. Mr. So, King. even though my mind is telling me, no, let me. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's true. We, we see people that be, you know, putting stuff places and stuff, going to get fruits and produce. You feel me? Like, <laughs> you know, biologically, do whatever you want, but biologically, stuff ain't supposed to go in certain places. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all pick up what I'm putting down. I gotta say much. That's yeah. He's right. He's right. Free the eggplants. Free the free the eggplants, the cucumbers, <laughs> all them shit. Y'all is crazy out here. And I know y'all be returning them to the goddamn grocery store. That's the whole. Stop. Damn, you ain't even spray it down. Wash your fruits and vegetables, people. Yeah, yeah. with vinegar. <laughs> Put it in vinegar. Jumping right back into the mix, man. Brent Fayez, best time. Let's get it. Oh, yeah. I've been all over the world. You know, wanna see the finest wine. Wanna see the finest time. Shouldn't have stayed away 
With the best time she ever had. Best time she ever had. So bad. I could have done without the chorus. Hey, that album still fired up. Larger than life album by Brent. Great verses, terrible yeah. choruses. Yeah, mm-hmm. I ain't say all that. Y'all gotta check it out. I ain't gonna lie. I was. Uh, I know niggas gonna be singing the hell out of this shit at the concert though. The best touch she's yeah, ever had. They gonna be throwing, they, they gonna be throwing arms up. I ain't gonna lie, probably would too. I mean, come on, that's that sounds. But you they know, gonna be swag surfing best touch she ever. Had. I think I think there is something to be said about. You said that part like your slow cousin at the cookout. That was the point. The, the best touch she ever had. Remember, uh, Doodlebot. It, it was the uh, best time she ever. Doodlebot. Had. That's Doodlebot. Hoing and annoying. The best time. The best time she ever had. That sounds like a nigga who take his pants all the way down when he used the urinal. <laughs> y'all ever when you go in when you at the mall and you got a piss and the nigga shits at the ankles? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to tell us my brother doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh my, my God. brother. Oh man, he gets butt to get butt ass, he butt to naked pee? to everything. He would go in the stall and get butt naked. And my mom used to be so scared. She would be like, "Oh my gosh, where's my baby?" So she would send my dad in there to look for him. And sh- shoes to the shoes to the socks, everything would be off, and he would be in the stool. And that's what would take him so long because he had to put all his shit back. That on. nigga was living young, wild, so, and free. Sorry, little bro. I had to. Hey. That is crazy. I'm glad you don't do that shit anymore. That's, that's, that's. <laughs> but at least, I'll say this. That's not that bad because it's in the stall. Yes, Because yes, it's, in the stall, it's in the stall, you can do whatever. You, when you yeah. go in there, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's fine. My problem is these <laughs> niggas be at the urinal. Yeah, that's what I mean. The urinal. With their pants to their ankles. I have walked in, and you remember this. I turned. In I done turned around. I done walked in and just seen ass cheek. I done turned around. Ugh. I was mad as a bitch. <laughs> done held it. Done held it. Walked to the other side of the school, or wherever you at. The and whole a, concept of how that works for y'all is just we ain't, we ain't asked for all that. Well, that's crazy because <laughs> it, it shouldn't even be all that. You just keep your pants up, Bruh, You're you just pissing. unzip. You unzip. Un- unzip. Mm-hmm. Do what you do. Why? Why your ass got to get? I just, it? I just, I just think all urinals should be in a stall. Nah, nah, no, I, fine. not necessarily. It's fine because you got the little, and most urinals have the little wall thing. They, they got the little. They okay, not so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this though. Club makers, bar makers, stop doing that that bathroom where it's a toilet and then it's a stall next to the toilet. Who who pissing like that? <laughs> who's who's comfortably pissing like that? I'm waiting for this dude to get off the toilet. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm sorry, that grinds my gears. I well, got a little I passionate mean, about I'll that. I say this: it's better that it exists than it don't exist. Because if somebody's in an emergency, you can run in there and piss. It's, I'd rather piss while a nigga shitting than than piss on myself. Fair, but you got. I, I'm, I I'd rather know. it be there than not if, be there. If I'm lit, but, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get there. sick. Bad smells make me throw stall. up. 
You said what? Just put it in a stall. Sometimes they ain't got enough space for all them stalls. Right. Or or the shit they got where shit look like a um a, a farm like where they mill for the cows and it's shit. It's a trough. The trough, yeah, <laughs> the trough. Like they, they have got those that. at football stadiums. They have to this day. They still got troughs. Bruh. It's just literally. It look like a dam of men's piss. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. a big, it's a big old like imagine. A, it's literally a, a dam thing on the ground. Like a little moat. A piss yeah, it's moat. like a moat. It, it is a moat. A, that's a, a good one. A pissing moat. Ew. All different colors: brown, just, white, okay, yellow. All right. How tan? How the fuck did we get here? And everybody just standing shoulder to shoulder. This is my fault. Yes, it is. Looking forward, <laughs> except for the white dudes looking down. Them, and they do. And they do. And they definitely do. Too many times I done looked left and seen a nigga looking I, down. And then they'll do this. Do, do y'all look each other in the eyes? You you supposed to have eye contact or no. nothing at all. Yeah. It's literally supposed sorry, to. Wait, that's wait, an wait. etiquette. We're shoulder to shoulder. Wait, we sh- wait, if wait. I look left, I should see your eyes. Don't if I look, don't, if, you're looking down. That's, that's don't man. That's, that's man. That's. Why, I, why I just said look I, left or right? I just because said I people are moving, I don't like I don't like movement around me without knowing who's around me. I'm just and I'm the same way. And then I gotta know who's around. When you got so your you when you got your dick, dick out, you gotta be careful. You're you're vulnerable. Do you know how vulnerable it is as a man with his dick out? Bro? <laughs> and at the end of the day, we are both just as vulnerable. That's nasty. And so you need so to look my eye. Everyone should be looking down. At shit could get dick. dangerous. A nigga could get cut. Something could fall off. All types of shit. Fall off. Yeah, you zip something up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You might clip. You might clip a little. I don't want to get too crazy. So you don't yeah. look your homeboy in the eye where y'all both was pissing in the We head. either shoulder to shoulder or like I said, peripheral. Yeah, peripheral. Peripheral is cool because again, we... But that's also how you be catching people doing the weird stuff. Because I be looking at the... Especially... I've I can, seen it. I, too many I know, times, dog. Uh, well, <laughs> shout out to my... Shout out to my homeboy. This nigga called him Willie Watches. He was like, I be, he's like, I be knowing. I be knowing. Ooh. Look at him. Little Willie Watches. So that don't make you feel uncomfortable? It is uncomfortable. So what I'm, I'm but I, I still got to pee. I still got to pee. The stall. There's no stall. I'm sorry, what? In the right. football games and stuff no, no, like no, no, that? No, no, I'm talking about the ones that have ur- urinals and stalls. Oh, okay. That's Why different. You know I what? mean, it takes the same amount of time to just zip it up. And it's worse with old, no? like older, I'm not going to put a stalls race on it. Dirt- but, I'll say this. Yeah. Stalls be dirtier than where the urinals at. Urinal area be cleaner than the stalls. Stalls be filthy. Yeah, in most like the cases, the door be right. dirty, the walls be dirty, the floor be dirty. I don't dirty. touch nothing. I just, the piss I just smelled. Yeah, about this. nigga. Can we, can we move on? Yeah, let's get off of piss. <laughs> <laughs> I know this was the pissy pod. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Mad ammonia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> jumping into another random video, man. So this video I found on Twitter. And it is a teacher complaining about parents, and it's interesting. Um, I could go on for all. There's not, there's not really a great way for me to open this up. Let's see. Pretty much, she's saying that children are expected to learn life skills by osmosis, and that parents today, like, there's very basic, small parts of of teaching their kids that parents do not do, and they don't, and they don't do because they don't even think that it's a thing to do. Hmm. So we're going to jump in and uh, listen to this real quick. Let's get it. Another thing that blew my mind. So many parents thought their children were smart because they could operate iPhones without any help at a young age. And I get that. But it was mind-blowing how many of my students could not operate a computer. Like, literally did not understand 
that you had to turn the computer on for it to operate. I had students completely lost on laptops. They didn't know how to turn on a laptop in fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. They understood that you powered on a phone, but they did not understand that you powered on a laptop. I had a parent ask me, how do you teach your child common sense? Because her child was told to iron their uniform shirt and they were trying to iron the shirt, but couldn't figure out why that iron was not hot. Mama said her child didn't know that you had to plug the iron in first and then cut it on. My first question was, have you ever told your child how to use an iron? And of course, Mama's response was, well, it should be common sense. Parents are expecting their children to learn through osmosis and not actually having to teach their children how to do certain things like they just supposed to know. That is another issue that we are facing with these children. Like parents are not teaching their children how to have skills, developmental life skills. All right, so we're going to stop it there. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah. What you think? Throwing the kids in bail. We also forget that, and I didn't think about this until just now. There's a lot of things that you don't need to plug in to use now. Like the the concept of a plug in a wall is common sense to us because we come from the plug in the wall generation. Like yeah. if a kid lives in a home and the parents make, let's say, a good amount, like not rich, but a good amount, then everything in the house don't that they are supposed to use don't require being plugged in, really. And I will say that these newer irons have the retractable um, uh, that is cords, true. and so they're tucked into the iron, so it looks like something that may be like wireless, wireless. or something that maybe uh, maybe you just have to plug it in to charge it. Okay, I'll, I'll most people that. most people have wireless vacuums, wireless mm-hmm. this that the third. Like when you think yeah. about how much stuff doesn't come with wires anymore, <clears throat> I could see why a kid would be. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, but she got a point with it being sad to that they don't know how to operate a computer. But that, to me, think I think of two things with that because every parent honestly don't have computers. We live in a time, even to this day, people everybody just don't have computers sitting around. Some most the computer is the iPad now. For one, for most kids now, it's either they got a Kindle or an iPad, which is the equivalent of a computer, but operated differently. Obviously, yeah. you know what I mean. So that's one. We come from the HP and Dell era and stuff. But two, I could be wrong. Teachers educate me. Uh, homie, you could educate me right now. I don't think they have basic classes where they would teach you, you know, each side of where to have your hands at so you could know how to type basically and how to basically operate a computer. I, I knew growing up that's what we had. I don't know if they have that anymore. That's all. Where they teach you how to use a computer literally step by step. Um, so it did definitely depends on the <clears throat> district. Uh-huh. Um, but I know in the district that I work in, <clears throat> they have computer classes. They're called ICT. Mm. Um, even when I was teaching in Miami-Dade, they had something called ICT, which basically um, it teaches you everything kind of about technology, not just computers, but um, with computers, how to copy and paste without right-clicking and like what to use on the keys. 
um, mm-hmm. different little shortcuts. What are the F4 keys, F3 keys for, like, things like that. Okay. Um, and the district that I'm at now, they just uh, started a typing class. So they have a keyboard oh, class cool. where it's that's, teaching the kids how to type. But let me tell you, right, I um, these some of these kids I have, um, they are so smart. So, so, so smart. And then you'll have a meeting with the kid, with the kid and the parent, and the parent will be saying how frustrated the kid is. Oh, they're coming home crying, da 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 And the kid gets asked, like, okay, what class are you struggling in? And every single time it's ICT or typing, which is mm. crazy because they're the generation that's growing up with all this technology. So you would think it would that would be one of the last of their worries, but that's where they're struggling the most. They're the generation that's growing up with technology, but they're also the generation that's growing up with Nigga technology. Now, Ooh, nigga technology. I'm sorry, what? Ex- ex- explain. I ain't never heard of that one before. To all nine niggas, you're going to get an explanation now. You can't say that word, though. What? The N word? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You still can't say nigga, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, nigga technology. Let's, uh, I'm going to let Samuel L. Jackson describe this to y'all real quick. Hey. Man, I don't get that. Get what? That texting shit. And what's wrong with texting? You mean aside from the fact that it's the stupidest fucking thing in the world? I mean, why would anyone in their right mind spend 15 minutes trying to type some shit they could have called and said in five seconds? Plus, it involves typing with your thumbs, which I just don't approve of. Shit. I don't know about you, but I don't have time to read nothing that a motherfucker type with his thumbs. Fun fact. Nothing typed by someone's thumbs has ever been important. It's all just nigga technology anyway. What you call it? Nigga technology. Technology for nigga. When you don't start tripping and shit, call me a racist, because I don't mean nigga in a disrespectful way. I, I mean it as a general term for ignorant motherfucker. Anybody of any race can be an ignorant motherfucker. Shit, I be texting my ass off. Shit, bitches like texting. I be texting them all the time. Matter of fact, I also be texting my weed man, too, because, you know, he don't like to be on the phone, so I text him. <laughs> Case in point. Now, when you make nigga technology <laughs> the entirety of their existence, you can't expect them to know how to type an essay when all they've ever done was tweet. You can't expect them to be comfortable using a computer to its full capabilities when all they've ever done was TikTok. Like it's like all they know how to do is swipe. You see what I'm saying? All you know is how to swipe and and touch screen shit. And for the most of them, I know they're not trying to use a surface tab. They now we're in the quote unquote what Apple is everything. Apple is everything. And guess what? Apple don't have touch screen laptops. Mm. Nope. So all that shit you've been doing with your thumbs is worthless now. Guess what? You need all the rest of your fingers to use this shit. The kids they have touch screen laptops. Oh, so they got surface pads and all of that. They use touchscreen laptops, yes. But even then, that makes it a different type of fuck up because most of these kids have been using iPads and iPhones most of their life. Yep. Now they get to school and they got to use a Windows. Yeah, see, that, that leads to my question. That what is, is this? Settings? You mean I can change everything on this motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. There's not a million restrictions? That, yeah, that, that was my question. Um, Shots fired. Do y'all believe? That was crazy. <laughs> That was that was a sneaky one too. You know? That was a you saw, uh, anyway. That anyway, that was where my question was. Like, do y'all think 
iPads, and again, no disrespect to the parents, I know a bunch of them love y'all, right? Do y'all think giving iPads to small children yes. to occupy their time yes. was more detrimental yes. than helpful to them? Because I'll say that, shout out, I'll preference myself because I know you need to these days. Nope. Shout out to the, no, shout out to the parents, I ain't sure nobody know Bell, but shout out to the parents who give you the iPads and stuff like that and intentionally educate you on stuff because you can use it in a way where you can be more teaching versus handing it to them here get out my face yeah that's what i'm saying yes but do y'all believe that the ipad is instrumental i'm asking if we're talking about general public then yeah we've Mm -hmm. seen we can already see the difference like ipad babies for the most part if we're looking at you know you can pull the studies you can look at the 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 as far as the rates uh, of learning when it comes to these younger children in comparison to years of the past, yeah. a lot of these kids, they're not, their parents are not super monitoring what they do. That's they're what monitoring I'm... it as far as like, it's not, they're trying to make sure it's not nudity, cursing, things of that nature. I'll give them that. But it's not like these kids are sitting there learning all day. They're no. watching bullshit. Videos. They're doing, you know, you know what I'm saying? They're watching yeah. kid shit. They're doing kid shit. And it's, it's like this. There's a difference between the kid who was able... We all knew that kid when we were in elementary school who their parents let them play video games all day, every day, all weekend. every, yep. And we knew the difference between that kid versus the kid who could only play video games after their homework was done. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you, and, that's real. And all that's the adults real. listening to this... Y'all they, know what we talk about. You know about. that kid. Y'all know what we talk about. You just saw him last week. He put 20 on Puff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga's still at Circle K. Out front, out front, with the squeegee in his hand. <laughs> Shit, crazy. See, t- see, see. Now you don't went too far. <laughs> now, now, now you don't. Want that nigga, nigga said, "I love what I do. I wash the windows for free. They tip me." Yeah, but um, <laughs> that's just that's just sad though. That again, just going back to what the teacher was saying though, that it is sad that they don't. A lot of kids don't know the basic. Well, it's it's the not basics. It's not sad that the kids don't know. It's sad that the parents won't teach them. Oh, and that's tying together. Her point. Her point was mm-hmm. like, too many parents just expect their kids to know shit. No, it's it. I, they don't even teach gonna, them how I'm to retain that information. Because that question gonna, that she asked was, she was like, "Did you show her how to iron the shirt?" And she was like, "She should just know." I'm gonna tweak that a little bit. It's these parents today don't. They expect their kids to know it already, yes, but then they expect them to learn it from their teachers. <laughs> Who, why, as a math teacher, would I be teaching your child that a, an iron How needs to, to iron. be plugged in? And it's crazy, but so many of them think like that. Coming me as being a teacher, speaking to a lot of parents, it's like they want you to raise their child. So you mean to tell me as a teacher, you see a lot of kids out there with no... Yes. Or l- little to no home training. Because when you just said the iron thing, and again, I'm not disrespecting nobody, <laughs> mm. that is basic home training. Keeping it as confidential as I can, I basically had a conference where the parent told me, yes, I know that my child is this way, and I just ignore it because I don't know what else to do. That That's heartbreaking. Uh, and it's like, damn. these people have babies, and damn. don't think that these babies are they're gonna be they're cute right now but you you majority of your life of their life you're going to be raising a child and not the baby Ooh man they don't get that (laughs) 
I don't, I don't get it. No, you hitting it right now. You hitting it right now. You know that meme where they're taking the headphones off? <laughs> <laughs> you just, you, that's what you did right there. Has been the bane of the existence of any time I've dated a single mother. Let me tell you. Ooh, um, trigger warning. Uh, There's a lot of times that, and, and sometimes these are even some women that um, I didn't date. Some women that were just like people I knew, friends yeah. of mine or whatever. Because I'm one of those people who, if I'm around somebody and I watch you do fuck shit, I'm not going to just let you go out sad. I'm going to say something. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people who are raising kids go out. You watch them go out sad. You're doing weird stuff around the kid. You're doing like, if you are raising a child, you need to keep in mind that this child will one day be an adult and the rest of us got to deal with whoever the fuck you created. That part. So while you're, yes, you know, um, even stuff like the smaller things, like baby talk, right? My mom always says this. She was like, yeah, baby talk is cute until your kid is four and can only speak that way. Oh my God, yes. Or like certain things, like she's yeah. like, you need to... St- you need to raise your child for tomorrow, not for the baby they are today, but for the the adult you want them to be tomorrow. Correct. People have become their friends more than ever now of kids. You know what I'm saying? More, more than parents. You could be your, ch- your kid's friend to an extent, but I do believe as a person who don't got kids, you definitely need to have a really vast difference between being your kid's friend and being your kid's parent. And, and teacher, because you're their teacher. It's worse than friend. I'll take that and I'll raise you one. It's worse than friend. You remember when we were kids, we used to say a lot of dumb shit. Like, when your parents would mm-hmm. get mad at you for uh, staying up late. Mm-hmm. Or you would have an issue where... Uh, TV on. Leaving the TV, TV leaving on. Leaving the TV on. You'd be like, when I have a kid, they're going to be able to watch TV all day. <laughs> when I have a kid, uh-huh. they're going to be able to eat ice cream for breakfast. Because I'm going to be the best mom. I'm, I'm going to let them gonna be in like front you. of the TV without telling them to move. Yeah, like, like I'm, I'm not going to be like you. And guess what? Some of us grew up and realized, damn... My mom did that because she loved me. And then others grew up and and really became that parent that they said they was going to be. They mm-hmm. kept their word. And they are that parent today. And we're looking at their kids. There are yeah. kids out there who have no home training, no nothing. And when you try to talk to a parent and tell them, hey, what you're doing might be damaging. You might be setting them up for failure. What they tell you is, I don't want my child to be a robot. I don't want my child to just obey orders. I want to let my child have a childhood. I want to get That's my what they child. say. That's the retort you got. You know those types of things. That was what they. That's Mo, they Monet, response. Monet, I'm pretty sure you've heard. Like, am I? Am I? Am I close to what they be saying? Yes, I I hear it all the time. The parents will be like, "Well, I just want to let my child be free. I want them to have freedom. I want them to be able to make their own decisions." And it's like, okay, yes. Let them make their own decisions, but guided decisions. They Fuck completely that. cut the cord. Fuck completely. that. I'm Haitian. <laughs> Childhood is boot camp. <laughs> and here's what I mean by that. Give it to us. At the end of boot camp, you get released, and now you are whatever it is that you were in boot camp for. So if it's for the military, you're a serviceman. Go out, do what you're supposed to do. But in boot camp, you're learning how to do shit. You're learning why shit happens. I am supposed to keep you alive. I understand that what I'm releasing you out into is war. And that's the part that they miss. They just recruit, right? They have the baby and they release. <laughs> and you know what? There is no I, training. I don't want to Niggas do this. is wearing all types of... <laughs> niggas I ain't wearing uniform. I, niggas don't know how to load the clip. I, I don't, they don't know how to hold the gun. Which one's the clip? 
Niggas shooting themselves in the head by accident. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to do this, but I, I feel it. compelled to a little bit. I think this is why kidnapping has went up like crazy because we were taught, we were taught like literally instilled to not speak with strangers and we're even taught certain things to watch for. And I could be wrong. I, I come from the hood or whatnot. So as a small child, there were certain things that were instilled with, with you. You're not supposed to just be speaking to a stranger. You go the opposite direction, things like that. You don't accept gifts from just a random stranger, stuff like different things like that. Um, and I see now where, you know, the kidnapping is at, to me, an all-time high. I don't know what the numbers were when we were growing up as to now. There was a stand-up comedian that made this point, like, last week. <clears throat> this exact point. Gotcha. And he was pretty much, he was like, is it just, are kids easier to take now? Is it, oh I, he just said that on stage. I, oh, wow. <laughs> he was like, that was... He's like... No, but seriously, because people was like, oh, right. you heard the cringe. <laughs> he was like, no, but for real, like... You know, I'm I'm with y'all. Like, I think this is terrible. But in order to fix it, we got to talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. what is different? Because he asked, he was like, we had kids. I know a lot of kids. I didn't know that uh, many uh, that disappeared. Them niggas were still uh, around. And the like, crazy thing is, is back in the day, we had more freedom. I was able to go outside and play for all day. As long as I was in, by the time the streetlights came on, yeah. I could play. I could go around the corner. I could go around the block. I could ride my scooter across the street. I used to go to the corner store by myself. My mom will not let my younger siblings outside by themselves if they're not in front of the house today. Yeah. And these days, you should. And you have to. Because mm-hmm. things are a lot more dangerous. People and, are picking up kids more. And you me, know what I'm I, was, I was terrible. I talked to all the strangers. That was me. Mm-hmm. I was the kid having full conversation. I knew See, every grown I'd person. I getting whoops. I knew them all up and down the <laughs> block. Real. My mom gave up. My mom gave she up stopped. on beat me for that. She was like, <laughs> Shout out to mom. It was like yeah. I couldn't. She was like, I, it was like I couldn't help myself. You were that friendly kid. If I have a kid, they just out of nowhere. Kid. He I, is. He's very. He, he a friendly dude. I respect it. Out of nowhere, like my mom would be like, "We're out at the grocery store, or whatever," and I'll just walk up to somebody and be like, "What's that?" And then just like ask him because I was just curious about. it. I wanted to know everything. He was. You was the inquisitive kid that didn't mind going up to strangers and see. Now again, at least your mama would try to. And my mom told me discipline like, you. Yeah, she would tell it. me not to do certain stuff or whatever. Like I told you y'all that saying. story about um, um, this place called Bobby's Supermarket over in uh, uh, over on Flatbush, right? Mm. We were in there, and <laughs> fly ass car pull up. When I say fly, shit look beautiful. The the, the dope sun, boy fly. If the sun hit, no more than dope boy fly. I'm talking old money. Mm, I got old you, got money you. fly. Like mm. one of them shits that don't look like it's from the decade. <laughs> That shit is detailed. He went back to the in the future to get yeah, it. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that nigga like he pulled up straight from the 1950s and pulled that shit off the lot and said, "Sit here for like 30 years." Mm. Like, <laughs> dog, pull up. I'm like, golly, I'm looking. Three Italian dudes hop out, smooth. Niggas all look like different versions of the multiverse John Travolta, right? <laughs> just, just three different Your John Travolta's hop out the car. One of them had to pull out the comb and everything, combing his hair backwards and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching them <laughs> niggas looking at themselves in the reflection, not in the mirror of the car. In the reflection, in the reflection on the car, like they were looking at themselves that from wax. the car. What? That shit was hitting like that. Niggas ain't look at the mirror because you didn't need to. Young, you was like, wow. I, I, my mom said to this day, she was like. I said, loud. I was like, I was like, mom, look. 
wow, they're so cool. <laughs> and one of them heard me, turn around, walks towards me, and starts talking to me. Mm-hmm. Full conversation. Smiling, you know, asked me for a high five. I high fived him. I asked him about the car. He told me about it and everything. The other two guys are looking, and uh, he told them to say hi. The two guys said hi to me and everything. We full conversation. He's like, hey, uh, hey, lady, you know, you got a smart kid there. Da, 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 da. He's like, he's got a lot of personality. We left. We turned on the news. They murdered like a whole bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas shot that place the fuck up, right? Yeah, because they had told y'all to get out of there. Yeah, they told us to leave. Straight up told my mom. They were like, if I were you, I'd be, uh, you, she, they were like, you're, you're done with your shopping? She's like, yeah. She, they were like, if I were you, I'd get home. And he, they respectfully told y'all to get the F up out of there. Yeah. yeah. ASAP, too. We left. And I'm talking about it's not even an hour later. Because uh, it was er- it was earlier, right before noon. We get home. It's around noon or whatever. You know, news at 12. They did a mafia hit. Turn on the news at 12. Yeah. Breaking news, them niggas shot that place the hell up. Yeah. Y'all just literally missed a mafia hit by yeah. a few minutes or whatever. The niggas weren't paying for their protection. God, God bless the dead. God bless Damn. the dead. So Damn. bringing it back, where do you think is the disconnect? Because, like, you know, we're all agreeing is, yes, we had more freedom back then. And, you know, not a lot of bad things were, more bad things are happening now with the kids and stuff like that. So where do you think is the disconnect? I think I think the uncomfortable conversations, um, random. I think maybe parents take that for granted. And again, I am not a parent. I'm gonna keep saying that, but I do believe if you are a parent, you should be having certain conversations with kids. You don't want to obviously spook your kid out, and you do want to let them be free and stuff like that. But I do believe you need to let them be be wary of what's in the world. I just say, speaking for my parents, that's what I appreciate the most early in life, even if. I couldn't stand it at that time. They made you weary of the world. When you went to cousins and aunties' houses and stuff like that, they tell you, y'all go play, y'all do what y'all do, but X, Y, Z, you got directions, you got a set of orders, and they always tell you again, stay away from strangers. Don't be just messing with people. That's kind of why I'm standoffish, to be honest, when I really think about it, because of that. That makes sense. I think um, there's a difference between how we perceive the world and the world. Mm. You need to have that and it, even though it, I, this is a statistic that I hate. <clears throat> I hate this statistic because it makes me feel very uneasy. Hmm. When you look statistically, the world is safer now. This country is safer now. Where than it has it's true than it has ever been. Every <clears throat> day going forward. In what way? Statistically, if you look at the actual number. Oh of whether it be kids being kidnapped or people being murdered or all like all crime is down all in are comparison sure to where with, it was when we were growing are up. Are you sure about that at least with kidnapping? Correct. Cuz child trafficking is crazy. I don't but know. But there's the a numbers. difference between but here's the here's the problem with that. Even when we include child trafficking. That's in the same boat. I'm not trying to Even when we include child trafficking. Mm-hmm. We are safer today than we were 30, 40 years ago. The difference, and that's what I'm talking about when it, the reason why I dislike that statistic, and I I prefaced it with that, is because I feel, when people tell me this, I feel the way you feel. I react that way. Yeah. And then I read. And when I read, read, it makes me feel even more uneasy. 
because it it shows me how much media and news and how consumption can change your 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 reality around you because we are able to see so much of what's happening as far as like the negative headlines mm-hmm. the crimes and this and that we have we take in more today because of that we perceive the world as far more dangerous than it is and we don't even realize the fact that the more that we're taking in and the more anxiety it, yeah. it gives us and the more scared it makes us it's also contributing to why less kids are going through those things because think about it the same parent who has a child as old as monet mm-hmm. who when that child was young was able to let the child go through the city this and that mm-hmm. that same parent today is not letting their child leave the front lawn. Why? Yeah. It's not because they had to go through it to see it. It's because all the added anxiety, all the social media, all the this and that has mm-hmm. them tightening up. So I have a, an article from theworld.com and it's from um, somebody wrote a piece on it. And I'm going to skip around a little bit. But basically it says that over the last six months, the news has been dominated by an onslaught of depressing headlines. And then he goes on to say that to really understand how the world is changing, you have to look at the big picture. We live in a much more peaceful and inclusive world than our ancestors ancestors in the past. The news is very much focused on singular events. All of the, these trends that I'm looking at are slow changes that happen over decades or sometimes even centuries. So basically, just like Reggie was saying, it's like we feel like it's a lot more dangerous today because of all of access. The, the... Yeah, the access and the headlines is like... You hear about all of these kids going missing, all of, you know, in the, the, the kids from Washington, or you hear about all the wars starting up, or you, mm-hmm. but if you really, like, zoom out, and you look at how the world was, like, not even in our lifetime, but take it back further, like, 50s. 50, yeah, and and it was, it was a lot crazier back then, but it's just that it didn't seem like it, especially if it wasn't happening to you locally because of the access, the lack of access. I'll give you that. I, I just only want to contest that as far as the whole world being safer. Okay, bet. there People was going down streets, burning families alive and stuff like that in, in those times and stuff like that. So in a sense, that's correct, but mass shootings are like higher than what those times where even correct, with times being correct. but even if bad, you, even though we're talking about kids and stuff even if you, you add I mean? mass shootings to the number right yes there are more mass shootings today than there were mass shootings previously but if you look at the what? amount of people that are actually dying in those events versus how many people were dying by whether it be let's say you you add those uh and you compare them people to, are dying by the hundreds i'll give you that by the hundreds or even what i'm saying is if you look at those deaths those deaths, mm-hmm. yes, that subcategory has grown. That type of death mm-hmm. has grown. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean more people are dying. Yeah. It's still less people dying in general, all the way across the board. And what ends up happening is, and this this goes for everything, not just death, but even trauma. Mm-hmm. There's a reality show, 50,000 people watch it. Those 50,000 people fall in love with a couple on this reality show. They're like, damn, this couple is so cute. Watch them. Oh, my God, they're so great. That woman cheats on that man. That's 50,000 people who just watched one woman cheat on one man. 
But all 50,000 of them just endured that pain, that feeling, that disgust or mm. anger or all of that trauma is trickled down to 50,000 people. Now, let's make that broader. Mm-hmm. So in America, when something goes viral, when something's national news, there's 331 million people in this country. And we're talking about 20 people who died. Mm-hmm. Or we're talking about 200 people who died. Or even man. if it's 2,000 people who died. We are 331 million people that are not looking left or right and realizing that there's 331 million people next to us. Mm -hmm. We just see us looking at those 2,000. And Mm -hmm. you as a singular person, it's like, like, that's that's a lot of people. But you don't realize that there's more of you watching than what's... You see what I'm saying? I see. I mean, like like she used a good analogy. Just when you zoom out, you, you can see a little bit more. Cause I know I just I do I intentionally try to disconnect from other you know worldly other worldly stuff or well not not otherworldly what's going on in the world what's the right term for that worldly things yeah I try to disconnect from that for those reasons like having the news on mute and, or just not even having it on because of stuff like this you like to get educated but they sell trauma so they're gonna keep selling all the bad stuff that's happening that's always gonna yeah. be in the forefront like for instance the news. Murders and stuff should be reported, you know, for people to get justice served. I definitely agree with that as somebody who lost people, but it do seem like they sell it. Yeah, of course, because they need engagement. And that's where it becomes a thing. Like somebody said before, they were like, if you wanted to make the media pure, you would guarantee the pay of media figures, A, and B, media companies would not have ratings. That part. If you took ratings away. Oh, we. And you took any mandate of a media company like it doesn't matter if two people read this paper or if 18 million people read this paper, you're going to make the same amount. Mm. If you change those things, you would have a different type of person writing these damn articles. It's true. And negativity and drama just sells at a higher clip. Like there's a lot of. Like like he said, I like that zoom out thing because if you look at it, it's still a lot of good things that are happening that are just under the wraps. Yeah, you know yeah. the scientists is and putting their work to things. save the earth, and we don't even we barely know it if you don't look into it. People are less likely to share good news than they are to mm-hmm. share tragedy. Mm-hmm. Also, just in in friend groups, right? Yeah. What what are the odds that let's say not something monumental, not mm-hmm. life changing, mm-hmm. but let's say something small that's good. As a matter of fact, we're going to do that. From from this point forward in the pod, we're going to try to do this every episode. Oh, okay. One good thing that happened to you this week, right? Mm. When around. you think and you go to that moment, did you re- did you go around telling everybody or did it just happen? I found $5 in my pocket. I didn't go around telling 18,000 18, people or what I... No, I was saying that happened today. That's funny. Like I found bread in my pocket, (laughs) so that's crazy. I I, I just got a random random check for like twenty two dollars, but I'll fucking take it from a firm the other day. And I was like, I I told Reggie, I was like, oh my gosh, I got a twenty two dollar check out the blue, but like I didn't go. (laughs) So just so you know, your impressions, one person. Yeah, I know. It's, you see what yeah. I'm saying? It's yeah. crazy. This positivity don't don't sell like that. But your instinct is not to tell. You didn't tell. Po- did you post that on social media? No. You see what I'm saying? If you think about it, 
majority of the time when you hear from a lot of those friends that you don't like, not your close knit friends, but you know, the people you still call your mm-hmm. niggas or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, a lot of the times you hear from them is because they're calling you, bro, you never guess what happened. Oh, I need advice. I'm going through this. Or like, oh, I'm down bad. Can I borrow some? It's always yeah. something negative. Yeah. A negative connotation. It's something like, think about the last time you heard from those friends where they're just calling you to tell you like, hey, bro, like, I hope you're doing well, man. I just wanted to let you know that X, Y, and Z is happening Damn. for me. Like, Hey, bro, that, I just that, listened to I a song listen- that I really like. Yeah. That hurt my heart just hearing that because, you you know, it just take me to, to, to family and stuff like that. It, like, I could, mm-hmm. I could definitely relate family calling just when things are down for the most part more yeah. than calling to tap in and give you good things that's happening or or again like you said the checkups which it works both ways so i ain't even gonna go down that route but because mm-hmm. i'm guilty too but it's you're right yeah you know what i'm saying that's something i had to learn and i could I, that'll be my one good thing for the <clears throat> week or whatever i learned how to be a good family member later uh, in life because help. growing up it was we were small. It was just me, my brother, my sister, my mom. That's mm-hmm. it. So I never knew how to deal with peripherals, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. as far as oh, I got these cousins here, these cousins. Like I always knew I had cousins out there, mm-hmm. but we didn't have a relationship. The only one I had one with was Dave. Yeah, so but me and Dave are the same nigga. Y'all look the same. We're the Y'all s- are twins. We are the Ooh, we are the same nigga. Literally, like so. <laughs> it don't matter if I talk to Dave today and then we don't talk for like five six months. We just pick up right where we... Neither one of us feel a way about it. Neither one of us make anything a big deal or whatever. But I never... With that, that was a luxury. I didn't know how to, like, keep up with... I got a ton of cousins now. How the hell do I... It's impossible. That's what I say. Impossible is a strong word. But it's hard to keep up with the entire family dynamic. Because family... Cause family dynamics have changed a lot anyway. Like, like I said, family gatherings for our community is a lot different than it used to be. But I started. Mm-hmm. I, it took a concerted effort on my part. I remember on the pod. It was it was on the pod a few years ago. Uh-huh. You know, um, and I remember the song that played and everything. It was Kanye West, Real Friends, and I talked. Oh, and, and that we, was a good one. And I was talking about how one of the things that I wanted to change was I feel like a deadbeat cousin. Mm-hmm. I am that cousin that like. I don't be there. I don't. I. I just don't know everybody. I don't know what's going on. I'm the last to hear about everything. That's me. Yo. I just. Okay. I don't know nothing. Yeah. But it's not like there's not love for y'all. It's not like. And I wanted to learn. I wanted to do better. So what I started doing, I created a cousins group chat. I created yeah. a family that like <clears throat> just ways outlets where I'm like, if I could keep up with, you know, I got so many different group chats with friends from college and this and that. We're able yeah. to keep up with each other and talk same way. You know, we talk about stuff from uh social media and these yeah. random hot topics. I could do that with my cousins. That's true. That's real too. I tried to do that with my cousins, but you know, Blood don't make you family most times. Yeah, there's that, there's always extenuating circumstances and stuff like that. But I know with with my per- particular situation, it was everyone was cool and they all were cool together. I feel like now, um, Dave is like the connecting piece in my family because there's like a group of cousins that are in Boston. There's a group of cousins that are in Florida. There's a group of cousins that are in Canada. There's a group of cousins that's in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and everyone loves Dave. <laughs> so Dave is like that middle guy, gotcha. and everybody knows me as that other guy that be around Dave. Mm-hmm. 
that look well, like there's, they've... there's reasons for that, but, you know. Right, yeah. that part. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but what happens is pretty much, like, we having that, like, family group chat and having everybody reach out. And, like, two weeks ago, I felt so good because one of my cousins um, reached out to me and was just complaining about work. Mm. Random. I was like, man, these motherfuckers. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, she said a few things and I was like, damn. We are family. There was a few things. She was out of pocket. She was wild. Yeah. And, but it was the, some out of pocket wild shit. And I was like. That's something that uh, whatever my last name person would do. Right. And so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But it was like at the end of it, she was like, you know, um, I'm glad that you're doing well, this and that. And I told her, I was like, you know, you're going to do you're going to do better. Blah, blah, blah. And we like we had a moment and it felt good. It was like a moment of reminder where I was like, see, this is how you're able to kind of foster those relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just takes concerted efforts, like you say. And then once you. Once you don't get them, that was part of what I was talking about um, the last time. Once you don't get back what you give out, you just don't hold no malice, and especially when it's when it's like family and stuff like that. Well, that's the goal. The, um, the way to do it. I'm way- scarred, dog. I don't even want to go but, there. I had some shit happen. But here's the you thing: the way you want to do it, right? I'll never forget a dude named Soul Train on Family's yeah. campus. He's an older cat, and this dude. Um, everybody knew Soul Train as the guy who sold snacks on campus. He had snacks. Yeah. Juices, all that type of stuff, or whatever. Super smooth. You could tell he was pimping back in the day. Old, old pimping. He said his name was Soul. Yeah, Soul Train. Soul Train. Mm-hmm. Oh, he had him in line. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget where Soul Train was like, "Man, you got to do it for the goodness of your heart." See, at the end of the day, if you do it to get something back, then you might lose. Mm-hmm. If you do it just to do it, you'll never lose, baby. You just, you did it. <clears throat> 100. When he said that, I was like, yo, that's it. That's the key. Because you can't get disappointed if you don't want anything mm-hmm. back. He's like, that's the thing. You got God, don't you? So w- what you want? That part's Why real. Why do you still want that, if you got God? That that part's real. He's not wrong. but so They can't break your heart. If you're literally out there giving out love, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't want nothing in return. Let's say hypothetically they don't give nothing back. Can they break your heart? I gave that for free, baby. Hmm. You yeah. want respect, though. I just, I just say I do think, you know, in general with people and family dynamics, everybody know we got family that may needs. You can, you need, can only disrespect need, me if I need, allow need, you. Need something, hmm. and that part, and maybe it's something that I gotta learn to work through. I'll just say without getting on people, you'll look them, look them out, look out for them per se, and then you just don't hear from them though. Like when I mean don't hear from them, you don't hear from them. Like, like. They they done popped up out the blue, you know what I'm saying? May not have talked to you in years, mm-hmm. and they but they y'all have a strong y'all had a strong bond as kids or however y'all grew up together y'all y'all blood and y'all fuck with each other right, but then they they just go ghost and disappear and then they may think that it's okay because they're your relative. By that I mean they could get around you, get around other family of yours, and let that be water under the bridge and expect it to be. I got a I, question. Uh huh. What about that upset you? What about that upset me is okay, going into it for me, hey, therapy. Here we go. Let's chop it up. Let's let's break this down. What about that activity, that person being that way? What part of that? Of it's the actions afterwards. Cause 
there's a sense of urgency when you need the favor. You know what I'm saying? There's a sense of urgency of what you need. First, you might not even, first of all, you might not even ask me how, how you doing on top of that. You just pop out. I need a favor, immediate. Yeah, or or they get you with the BS how you doing. Like, yeah, they yeah. not they not really concerned. They beating around the bush to a favor. Yep. And then, but it's a sense of urgency for the favor. But then, Kanye they disappear. But I hate when a nigga call and say, hey, what's up, fam? Hope you good. I say I good, I great. The next, I wanna the next day, they ask you for uh, something. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, I had a moment. <laughs> Let me get it together. Anywho, but what I'm saying is you'll have that sense of urgency, and then you'll reach back down. You may not, you're not hawking people down, because again, you definitely shouldn't do a favor and looking for something in return other than respect, in my opinion. Everybody might not agree with that. And that, how come it's so hard for you to get back to me? How come when I reach out to you, I don't get nothing? I'm on red. I'm dodged. I ain't heard a word from me. But you can, but on top of this, you can, you can post, you can be glamorous, be living your life. You feel me? But you don't have that sense of urgency to respond back to simply me asking about what happened with the favor I did for you. You needed me. I'm telling you I need it back for whatever it is. And you don't even got the respect to respond. And it's not just a one-time thing. You've been reached out to multiple times. That's wrong. That's disrespect. That means that you took a family relationship and you don't respect the person as a man or woman because you wouldn't do that to your weed, man. If, if that's your weed, man, you back you right back at them because you know what's going to happen. Yeah, you, you know need to connect. Saying? You need the consistency. You, you'll have a sense of urgency to holler at your weed. Yo, I'm going to get you back. That I'm going to get you back right, bro, whatever, whatever, fast. But with your family, it's okay to run off because we blood, so it's supposed to be deeper than that. We supposed to be above that. I don't owe you respect. That's how I feel. So that's what that's that's what I'm upset about. No, that makes sense. That yep. makes sense. The reason why I asked that, though, because it was done is, out of love, bro. Since we here now, I'm just saying that it was done out of love. But you ain't have to move like that. No, Since that's real. That's definitely real. I the reason why I asked you that is because that is the exact type of transaction that Soul Train was talking about yeah. where he was like people are going to be people he was saying people are going to yeah. be what they're going to be you're going to have people that will do you right you're going to yeah. have people that get you back immediately but you also going to have people you're also going to have people that run off on the plug you're going to have people that play with you you're going to have people that mm. don't got it and guess <clears> what you know who can't tell the difference the guy who's just handing out free t-shirts hmm That, and when strength. he said That's that, a different level of when he said that, I was like, "Yo!" He was like, "The road, the true road to peace, the true road to peace, is to just no longer want." And that was, and that's real because I definitely been got over that. <laughs> but yeah. I, but I can admit I held on to our um, failure. We got, and we, it's crazy because we was talking about child stuff and we done had like a therapy yeah. mm-hmm. it's therapeutic for me because i guess i got it off and i feel like people understand what i'm saying for sure that's not okay by any means no, yes definitely it's, not it's it's not okay to do that now i agree you when you do favors i don't like backhanded favor people neither i never been one of them type of people if i do something it's off the strength it's a principle but yeah but your actions and, and your principles is what's going to get me tight every time you can't you you could communicate a sense of urgency for a favor but you can't communicate the that you don't got it or you can't communicate that I'll get you back right. You feel me? You don't mm-hmm. say you don't have anything to say. That's wrong to do. You go about living your life comfortably and somebody might have took the last 
you don't even know what it took for a person to even look out for you. And I think people should just stop doing that. I think when it comes to borrowing money, when it comes to doing people favors, when it comes to that whole, hey, man, how you been? Oh, yeah, I'm doing good. Oh, word. Um, that's good. That's good. How your mom's doing? Oh, yeah, she's good. She's good. What's going on, Brody? Yeah, I know it's been a minute, but I ain't going to lie to you, dog. She looking kind of bad. You notice, like, there's a genuineness. Niggas fine. It be. I swear, niggas could get an Oscar the way it's, they ask for money. It's, it's predatory. They... <laughs> I'm sorry. See, we here now. It's predatory. You don't care about how people doing. You need some. You might as well just be the homie up front. Let me hold some. Shake the shake the can. Shake the cup. If that's what it is. And I'm sorry. No, you're right. And it's funny when it's now. I gave you the money. You don't. You got whatever you needed out of it. It's done. Now, when it's time for me to be like, hey, you know, things either a things are going bad for me, yeah. or even if it's not, I'm just like, hey, whatever happened to that loan, you know, was yeah. good. Now, all of a sudden, they got all the bravado in the world. Niggas, hey, Niggas damn, pressing me. Damn, you going to be like that over some money? Niggas pressing me. It was just a funky ass such and such dollar amount. <laughs> it was it's funky, but you the one who owe it. That's cr- it's it's crazy. That's crazy. The switch up, the switch up is so wild because they go from being the most humble, nice, down to earth person. They go from just you go from Kirk Franklin to Tupac. Now all of yeah. a sudden it's hit them up because I want my money back. Yeah, and you know they do, and I, I'm not gonna promote that, but that's why they do say the famous term. Uh, you know, people do respect violence. This is why, and I, I'm not promoting violence. I want to make that clear. I'm not promoting violence, but. These are cases where sometimes things need to be handled differently. I'm not telling you to smack nobody, but I'm saying you should be able to talk to your relative and hold them accountable accountable without it being the extras. It depends on the amount of money, but I ain't going to lie. Sure. Anything, For sure. Anything over, I feel like once you cross... Well, <sighs> Bro, once you go five and up, let's just say a safe number. Like, let's Okay, but $500 is something to be okay to me. It to me, humbly me, five hundred dollars is something to be like. All right, bet I do need to see what's going on with that five hundred and up. Five hundred and up, I I think I need a fade. Like like two minutes ain't too bad to ask for. And, and that right, two minutes. See, you feel me, Naka? So I'm not saying nothing wrong, man to man or woman to woman. I think with a with a relative, when you try somebody like that, those are almost fighting words because you're pretty much showing that you have no respect for them as a human. <laughs> to be real with you. Oh, that's my cousin. So I could hold that, not communicate with them, and be comfortable. And I'm a post stunting, flexing, like I'm living life. And the question is, what you gonna do about it? And, <laughs> and word to somebody's mother is exactly why it, it ain't gonna be nothing else. Hey, I ain't got nothing else to say. I'm, yeah, we here. <laughs> Golly. Golly. Oh, I ain't even wanna do all that. No family business. I'm sorry for using my traumas. Since we're here now, we might as well, you know what I'm saying? For 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 my peace, for Sheen's peace, for the world's healing, you know, I got to play a record from one of the greatest artists of all time, especially one of the greatest artists of our generation, you know, Dr. Kanye West. I was called Oh, Dr. my God. You know, the, Wayne, hey, Wayne said it. Dr. Kanye West is one of the brightest, you know what I'm saying? If, mm-hmm. if Drake could be a doctor, so can, so can Ye. Ye can't be nobody's doctor. <laughs> I'm not letting that ride. Oh, man. Real Friends by Kanye West.
for everybody out there who's ever had somebody you know duck off on you run off on you you know loan them some money they they ain't never call you back real friends how many of us how many of us how many they don't play with your name friends there's not many of us we smile at each and slept with slept, slept with your partner behind your back switch up the number did all types of dirty shit i cannot blame you for having an angle ain't got no issues come on man let's go ahead and sing together you doing your thing too i'm a deadbeat cousin i hate family reunions fuck the church up by drinking at the communion smelling free wine now my tux is ruined and time for a day what the fuck we doing who your real friends we all came from the bottom i'm always blaming you but what's sad you not the problem damn i forgot to call him shit i thought it was thursday why you wait a week to call my phone in the first place when was the last time i remember the birthday when was the last time I wasn't in a hurry. Mm. Tell me you want them tickets when it's game time. Even to call your daughter on a FaceTime. Even when we was young, I used to make time. Now we be way too busy just to make time. Even for real friends. I guess I get what I deserved on a word on the streets if they ain't heard from them. Uh, I guess I get what I deserved on a talk down on my name, throw dirt on them. Couldn't tell you how old your daughter was Couldn't tell you how old your son is I got my own junior on the way though Plus I already got one kid Couldn't tell you much about the fam though I just showed up for the games though Maybe 15 minutes, took some pictures with your sister Merry Christmas, then I finished, then it's back to business You wanna ask some questions about some real shit Like I ain't got enough pressure to deal with Please don't press me about that bill shit. Cause everybody got them that ain't children. Oh, you been nothing but a friend to me. Niggas thinking I'm crazy, you defending me. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, Ty Dollar Sign be making me feel like I can sing. To be honest, dog, I ain't feeling your energy. Money turn your kid into an enemy. Niggas ain't real as they pretend to be. Looking for real friends. Real friends. How many of us? How many of us are real friends? To real come on to the real end to the wheels all to the wheels yeah. don't spin yeah yeah to 3 a.m calling how many real friends just to ask you a question just to see how you was feeling how many for the last you was fun i hate when a nigga text you like what's up fam hope you good you say i'm good i'm great the next text they ask you for something What's best for your family, immediate or extended? In the argument, the media extended. I had a cousin that stole my laptop that I was fucking bitches on. Pay that nigga 250000 just to get it from him. Real friends. Eh? Real friends. I guess I get what I deserved on a word on the streets if they ain't heard from him. I guess I get what I deserved on a talk down on my name, throw dirt on them. Hey man, Kanye West, Ty Dolla Sign, real friends. Sorry, Sheen, man. I like I know I know this was this was heavy for you. <laughs> hey, man. Nah, I was vibing out. I'm just over here breathing out. Uh, Monet done blessed me with with what I need to cool out. So we good. 
Man, this is crazy. But nah, dog. That uh We've all had the moments of people just people take your kindness for weakness. People do whatever, but I I stand by them words, man, that Soul Train told me. It, the only way to be impervious to people doing you like that is to just not want. You got to give uh Monet said this a few pods ago. At one point she said um if you loan it, don't expect to get it back. Mhm. Like, loan it with that expectation of this nigga ain't got it and, and ain't never, <laughs> I ain't never going to see this again. For, for your own peace of mind, you have to. And at the end of the day, if you if you can remember that the only thing in this world that you can control is your peace of mind in your field, it will make it, it, will make it a lot more clear for you. Yeah, man. And, and I'm going to give y'all context off camera now since I talked about it, what, like, the great lengths of what this nigga did to reach out to me, bro. Like, oh, so he went through a lot to reach out, and then and then, and, and then went si- went silent. That's 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 why I'm putting context on it because it's it's bigger than the bread. Like, um, it's just bigger than the bread. I'm not nah, going, nah, I'm not nah, going back. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going back. No, nah, I got we'll you. About it I got you. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, jumping into the the the, the next conversation though, mm-hmm. we gonna we gonna go ahead and jump Let into the next brief. clip. We got one final clip, and then we're gonna do a listener letter. All right. Oh, my favorite. All right. So this clip is interesting to say the least. Let me go ahead and pull it up now. Those 16, 17 year old girls know exactly what they be doing. Let me tell you a story. And I used to think just like this. Like they're victims. There's no way. There's these little girls. I'm somebody might see this video and I still know these people. There's these two little girls that I know from a certain area in my life. 16 years old. One was 15 at the time, one was 16. They made full blown grown up accounts on social media to go and flirt with adult men. They dressed up and took pictures and did all this to appear as grown women, put on the profile that they were like 20 something and they looked it on purpose. Flirted with these men, were going back and forth talking to these men. The men were, were talking to them, how old are you? I wanna meet up with you, I wanna go out. They started to send nude, unsolicited I might add, all that. All that. They were literally the aggressors. One of the girls stepdad figured it out, found out what they were doing online, and start going off on the guys. And the guys was like, first of all, this girl messaged me. So they had to calm down, bring it in, and they went through all the DMs. It's a bunch of men. They went through all the DMs, and they were reaching out to all the guys. Dog, these little girls are 15 and 16 years old. So what they did was they just scared the guys who got dragged into this trap. They were like, hey, don't message her again. She's 16. Don't. They just sent that. Don't message her again. It's her daddy. Don't message her again. She's 16. Just to stop the guys from messaging. You telling me that those girls are victims? No, those guys are victims because they could go to jail for receiving CP. Man, these little girls know exactly what they be on. Now, not all of them, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's some weird older guy. I think you're so pretty. He's just talking to all her insecurities and all that. She's some quiet, cool, calm, and collected girl that doesn't fit in and she gets taken advantage of. But to the little girls who think they're grown, who dress like they grown, who act like they grown, who lie about being grown, those are not victims. Oh, hey, hey. So obviously, not all of the little girls. Some of them are literally victims. All right. Uh, Tough conversation. Um, 
this was posted by T in the Shade. And when I went to the comment section, just to see what the temperature was like, um, it's a whole bunch of people saying it's actually split now. When it first dropped, though, it was a whole bunch of people calling him creepy for telling the story. They were saying, why do you know 15 and 16-year-olds? Why Why do you even have friends that are that age? Da, 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 saying a lot, whole bunch of stuff. He, he explained that they were family friends, A and B, uh, when this was occurring. Um, he was 19 at the time, and he's related to somebody who was in that family. But, um, yeah, man, it, it, it was more so leaning towards the idea that it's impossible for those girls to be quote unquote, either a, the aggressors or B even be in the wrong per se. Cause they're like, when you're young, you don't know what you're doing. And these men, these adult men should have known better. Mm. Let's go around the table. I, I say, because we on the opposite side of it, maybe we as men could speak about it so we can let the lady give her perspective on what homie said. I think that might be the fair way to go about it. Okay, so you would go first. <clears throat> That's cool. Uh, um, I don't fully disagree with what he said because I there's been times I've been scrolling on TikTok and there's like a there was a trend going on where these younger girls were on TikTok and, you know, dressed provocatively and doing dances and stuff like that. And they would share their comment section. And it was them, like a basically a bunch of guys who would be like saying things on TikTok um, about the, the videos. Mm. And it would be them laughing, like replying to them laughing. Some people were asking, how old are you? They would be like, how old do you think I am? They would never, they would never tell their age. And what ended up happening was there were so many girls that were making these type of videos people started going out and doing their own investigation and being like, she's 15. She's, and to the point where some of them started taking down their videos. Mm. Some of them were like, oh, you know, that's rude. Like, I'm not 15, I'm 16. <laughs> like, like that. But it's like, they thought it was funny. They thought it was a game. They thought, they, they, I feel like a lot of them also found it a, a confidence booster mm. because you have all of these m more mature guys after you. You, you, you know, mm. they're lusting after you. They're whatever the case may be. And they thought it was a game. I see it in middle school with a lot of the kids are super, obviously we know their age because they're mm. in middle school, but super inappropriate with the, the, the male teachers, hell, even the female teachers, myself included. And it's like, that's become the, it's it's laughable now with, yeah. the, with this younger generation. So I, I'm not, I wasn't surprised when I heard, when I heard him speak about that. <sighs> that's... What's the, I think the scariest part about that story for me, or the, or excuse <laughs> me, the scariest part about the reactions to that story is to me, in my opinion, this is as clear cut of a case as you could have of the person who is younger being the aggressor. Mm -hmm. This is as close because in reality, you know, everything's different. Yeah. Everything's up to interpretation when you have yeah. guy meets girl, girl meets guy, whatever. Yeah. That's up to what's not up to interpretation is the fact that before you even met this man, you had to lie about your age. You had to strategically take pictures to look older. Mm -hmm. You had to sign up the for this service. You had to, yeah, you had to sign up for man. this service and lie about your age in this service. Then you also, 
depending on the dating app or whatever, you had to like set your criteria and look for, because they even ask you in dating apps the age range that you're looking for. So you included this man's age range before you spoke to him. Yeah. You specifically told this app, I am looking for niggas this age. Mm -hmm. So my thing is there were so many steps that were taken before in order to even reach that man for you as a parent to see that situation and blame the guy and not your child is scary and lets me know that you're raising a little like that little sociopath is can do a lot of things and you'll just go along with it if, if we're tying it back remember these these parents are no longer raising these children that okay? part. they're not babies anymore so they don't care <laughs> They're expecting that their child knows that, hey, you don't need to do this. So I I believe that my child has to come in sense to not do this. That's true. So when it comes to light, of course it's your fault. My child would never. You're supposed to be checking that social media. Um, if you got kids that got social media and they in their teens, um, you know, especially the older. All of them these all, days. All of them. The older, since we here with daughters, the older your daughters get, you definitely want to be more careful about what, how she's posting and stuff. You, you want to be careful, even if she's not posting stuff, checking her DMs, making sure ain't nobody sliding in the DMs crazy that's grown and stuff like that because it, it gets dangerous out here. And, and there are women, uh, not women, girls, because we, we, were, we, were, yeah. we were kids before. Yeah. So coming from the men, we definitely knew them girls that were purposely going to where the grown cats was at. Oh yeah. And and making and, it and refusing. And, I remember being uh, you know, 15, 16 or whatever with women who who were like I don't date boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. facts. I date men. That's what they said. We were 15. I I graduated high school before I even turned 17. How many, so I can mm-hmm. tell you how many times I had that conversation of women being like, "Oh, you Girls that were younger than me, they would call you little the, niggas. There were girls. I don't, fuck, I don't fuck with little niggas. There it's were girls crazy. that. That's it, crazy. There were girls that were younger than me that when they found out, because you know I was six two, I was you know muscular and all of that. Outside of school, pulling like crazy. You're in school. They realize, oh, we're the same age. We're this and that. People are like, oh, you're a baby. Mm-hmm. And the women are far back. That's happened as well. Likewise, and Crazy. and and and, and they'll definitely now fall back. That's it's, how they're supposed to. It's it's a weird thing where it starts to reverse because in the beginning, that's exactly what happens. The younger girls go after the older guys, but as those same younger girls get older and they're in their thirties, now they're looking for the twenty somethings. Them be the chicks that oh, be. Oh, you're a baby. Now it's attractive. Them, right. them your fellow employees <laughs> that be hitting off homie at school. <laughs> Nasty. It, it's under the jail. It's Crazy. weird to me because I remember that, and I remember being that age at the time and watching people try to paint those girls as like victims. Mm. I remember that being the thing where they were like, "Oh, they just don't know any better." And I'm like, "Yo, I watched her lie to her mom, set up all types of stuff in order to be able to sneak out of school. This guy goes to all- my school. Yeah, li- make up lies." You got yeah. this old ass nigga in this fucking uh, school jacket because you want. Uh, oh, I need to introduce. I'll never forget. I had a homegirl. <laughs> oh my god, this girl asked to borrow my jacket, my band jacket. Mm. And I was like, why? She was like, oh, cause I was trying to tell, I was trying to uh, introduce my boyfriend to my parents, and I want him to wear the school jacket and stuff like that. Pretty much like trying to young the nigga up. 
because he was older. He was older, but mm. she was trying to like young him up and make him look like he was one of us. Mm-mm. That's wild. Dude hit the barbershop, took the beard off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause he he had the facial hair and everything. She like she had him go get baby faced at the barbershop to try to like young him up a little bit. He was a bozo. And so. had him kicking it with us. Mind mm-hmm. you, this nigga's like twenty two. Yeah, he was wilding too. And we're looking around, my stupid ass. I cause she at first I was like, man, fuck no. But you know, you know how I am. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a helpful nigga, man. Yeah. She kept asking. She was like, "Come on, it's just your jacket. It's a few minutes. He's just gonna go to dinner with my folks. I'm gonna bring it right back tomorrow." I was like, "Man, <clears throat> whatever, man." I gave her the jacket. Mm-hmm. But now I'm looking back. I'm like, "Yo, this is the same girl that if that dude go to jail, they're gonna be like, she's a victim." Yep. Yeah, that that part's wrong. But I will add this. He's um, still a weirdo. I, I'm asking. I was just gonna ask another gentleman. I just want to get my words right. I think that a man, when they chilling with a chick that's like that much younger than them, you know, like I could be wrong about this, but sometimes, but, but sometimes like, I okay, agree. bet you saw her, she was developed, she looked kind of grown, but then you got around her, you spent time around her, you didn't pick up on nothing. But some of these bitches I, dumb. I say there are women that could play. You that have, I, I, there are youngins that have. Played the grown, the mature route well, like, uh, but it's wait, tricky. Wait, it's we act like that's one thing I don't like because I get where you're going and I've thought this way too. Yeah. I, I've thought this way too, but what I don't like is that we forget sometimes that there are 27, 28, there's 32 year olds that are just as dumb, just as immature, just as vapid, just as whatever as these teenagers. Like, I've I've dated older women. We have friends that are older women that we could talk about mm-hmm. that are just as clueless, just as weird, just as TikTok obsessed, just as like you can you can tell sometimes. But what if she's just annoying? Like what's the difference? I don't know. Cuz niggas would be like, "Oh, I don't know, but like um cuz niggas would be like, "Well, if she's let's say 14, 15, 16, she's 16." And they're like, uh, you could tell by the conversation. So we just going to act like somehow none, no, okay. none of these older bitches is dumb. Right. Now that you're right. And no, I, none of these older bitches is clueless about the world. That, that I get you with, but okay. I'm, I ask this and, uh, it's, uh, excuse us, Monet. Keep it real though. Let's say you just, you out anywhere, right. in in the world. Cause I've, I've worked with these type of cats too. You probably have too. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is when you get around, like I had a customer service job once upon a time and I had dirty cats that was like, we, we worked at the airport. So all types of chicks is walking through or whatever, all ranges, whatever the case may be. She might've had, she might've been developed, but there was something that ticked at least for me. And it happens still every time. I know if I, if somebody's not no adult right away. So I'm saying every, I know everybody don't got, use their discernment and all of that stuff. I'm a, I'll be mindful of that. You have that. But, no. but. Wait, 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 wait. You do have that. I have that. But we also forget not everybody is average. The average woman, I agree with you. The average teen, I agree with you. Not everybody is average. What happens when, I've told this story before, my roommate, he was with that one chick who was a burnt out Mm -hmm. ass chick. I was 20 something at the time. He's 20 something at the time. We found out she was young money. She was a teenager. She had a fake ID. I was the security guard at the club. I checked the ID. The ID was not only good enough for the visual check where it passed mine, mm-hmm. we swiped it. You know the actual swipe thing? Oh, she had the McLovin joint. 
Yeah. I swiped the joint and it worked. Gotcha. The homie was kicking it with her at the bar. Now, mind you, at this point, I feel like those are anomalies. That's all. I'm two saying. and three o'clock. I'm. I feel like I'm just saying it. All, I think it all exists, and I don't think it's as much of an anomaly as you think. I'm. A, I'm gonna bring it back around. But in that situation, I thought she was older than us because Shorty was out there smoking cigarettes, looking burnt the fuck out. Like, you know what I'm saying? She yeah. looked... She, she looked like life hit her hard early in life. She looked like life hit her harder than us. So we were thinking that, oh, he bagged the older joint. We found out through one of her relatives that that was young money. I was like, that's crazy. We all made fun of him. We let it go. That nigga, he took it hard. Because, he, you know... I would understand. Your pride That hurt, was rough. That's, His that, pride was hurt. Your, your pride hurt, and I just felt... You could bring it back eventually, but I feel like that's just anomalies. Because, again, as... It's I not think an anomaly. As a, I think as a man... It's not an anomaly. Let me let you get it. Get to it, then. All I was going to say is that I think as a man, when you around a younger woman that's substantially younger than you, I feel like there's not even a discernment. There should be something like something's off something in a lot of cases if you're talking in the average case that's true but those things you got to also admit that there's a lot of cases where those Niggas things don't exist ass. let's keep it i'm just keeping it what it is now since and that here. exists excuse yeah. excuse people that are but i think the problem know. is we like to act like every average only means that there's more of this than other things even if it's 45 percent <clears throat> And we're talking about six different things, right? One of them is forty-five percent of it. Mm-hmm. Let's say what you're talking about—the average one. There's forty-five percent of that, and then there's three other categories. Okay, but them three other categories could all be twenty percent. That that means I that if you. you rolled, would you play that Russian roulette game? No. Are you that comfortable, no. nigga? No, I'm not. Nah, we good. And what I'm talking about is, I've seen too many situations where, like, I have homegirls who are—I call them auntie bodies, right? Auntie bodies. Explain. The moment that they hit high school, they look like somebody auntie. Yeah, I, I'm. Because we I, only I talk it. about attractive people. We only talk about when we're talking about. Oh, you should be able to tell that she's younger. What about the bitch that look like she's somebody old ass auntie the moment she hit fourteen, fifteen? I have nothing to say. Hmm. I'm gonna let you do this. What about the nigga that look like he the janitor, but he really a tenth grader? Okay. What about, and, and th- think about how many other archetypes of people that I could keep adding to this list of people. We're not talking about a small percentage of the population. There's a lot of people that, guess what? They look old as fuck All right. from the time that- So what <laughs> Reggie just gave y'all, us included, is the ugly truth. No, it's no true pun intended. because my, my little sister, she's, uh, she's 17 and, you know, TikTok algorithm is, you know, mm-hmm. it's very strong. Mm-hmm. And we'll be scrolling both TikTok together and she'll send me videos of like these quote unquote thirst traps. And I'd be like, I can't even, I, how old is he? <laughs> because it's on her algorithm. Yeah. So I'm, I can't be like, oh yeah, like, okay, dang, like, yeah, or whatever what? the case may be, mm-hmm. because he could be her age. But the, the, gotcha. the reality is that they all look like older. <laughs> so I just tell her like listen, Pooks, don't send this to me. <laughs> my, Respect. my brother Respect. my brother and I have a nine year age gap. Mm. We do not look like we got no, no goddamn nine year age gap. No. That's true. He sometimes at, he look older than you. At all. Right. And yeah. that and, and that's the crazy when you start thinking about it, I remember being, you know, sixteen working at Universal. Mm-hmm. I had two badges. Now the reason why I had two badges, <laughs> this is why this, this, this is fucked up. This is fucked up. But I was one of those people. I'm going to throw myself in the fire. I was 16 at the time. I had two badges. 
And the reason I had two badges is because Universal puts an underline under your name if you're underage. The reason why some people have an underline under yeah. their name is because they are under the age of uh, 18. Yeah. I had a badge that had an underline and I had a badge that didn't. Reason why I got the second badge was because I had a homie who used to work the beer cart. And he would be the dude who missed more work than anybody. Mm. I used to love taking his hours. But in order for me to work that cart, I can't work that cart with the uh, the underline on my badge. So he went and he was smashing a girl that was doing badges or whatever. mm. He got me an extra badge without the underline. So whenever he needed to miss work, I could just fill in for him. And the bosses didn't care who did what. We just would walk around making sure the job gets done. Had a whole system going on. Little did he know, he opened the world up to me because I'm a young nigga now with no underline on my badge. I am 6'2", muscular as a motherfucker. How old is you? 21. (laughs) 23. 23 if I need to be. (laughs) Real shit. Real stuff. Real shit, though. So imagine, I remember there were times I could... I'm talking about I'm working at the park and I'm picking up, oh, this... This this uh uh twenty four year old grad student from Brazil that I'm sitting here eating ice cream with don't know that I'm sixteen as a motherfucker. Mm. Damn, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't think about it like that. She's five one five two, looking up at me with the googly eyes. I'm swole as shit walking down walking down the shit with the walkway with her. She has no idea. So I guess it could be played off jail. more than <laughs> definitely jail. Yeah, she would have she would have got locked the fuck up. And, and and deported. Cause you, oh. Bro, she wouldn't have been able to come back to Universal ever again. If there are or, any unfortunate children listening to this podcast, first of all, you need your ass whooped. Second of all, get them, get them. Stop playing with people's lives, okay? But that's it's crazy. That's, that's not okay. At it's, that point, though, for somebody to look at my actions back then and be like, "Well, he didn't know what he was doing. He was such a young and naive." It's like, no, I participated in a crime. I participated in lying to, or not even, sometimes it's not a crime. Let's say I participated in being deceitful and Mm -hmm. I was being, I was being manipulative Mm -hmm. because I knew that if I lied about X, Y, and Z, I would get X, Y, and Z. That's, that's how manipulation works. Do you think that that could hold up in the court of law though? To where the person, like the woman, wouldn't be prosecuted because it can be shown that you were the one that was lying. Because I'm a male, yes. I think, because it's all up to a jury. The problem is it's up to a jury, to like the jury's opinion, right? But how hard, in my mind, it's kind of hard to prove that because if you just look at it without all the details, quote unquote, you are the victim because you're the minor. Correct. So like how, I feel like it would be hard to prove that. Because in court, you're allowed to do weird shit. And that's where the prosecution comes in, right? Mm. The prosecution going to try to keep what you said, which is facts. Mm. Ignore the defense. Facts, facts, facts. They're going to facts you to death. They're going to blur them lines, though. Now, the defense Mm -hmm. is going to be like, hey, do me a favor. Stand up. Mm -hmm. Stop. Put this. uh, You see how he's in a suit today? He's a, by the way, nice full beard you have there. And all it like they don't add, all types of like they'll do about all it like types that, of right. they will display the fact that they and, they gonna pull up your badge yeah <laughs> he had an alternate badge made all types of think about all the, all of the little things that it took for that to yeah. happen they're gonna be like where were you working where did she find you working at the beer cart Why okay last one though last one though with the with this 
monkey wrench in here. But if you going to pick your so-called, let's say she capped and said she was 23, 25, but you always picking her up at her mom, she got to be at home at a certain time and stuff like that. She's Haitian. She's Haitian. I want to laugh. I'm going to let you have it. Um, <laughs> that's what that means. She's Haitian or African or that's all that that means. Oh, I got you. So it's like, oh, well, that's why she got to be at home. But I'm talking about other instances when people pick up other races, other skin tones, everything like that. But that's what I mean. When I like all the things that you're naming right now that sound like, oh, she's young. Yeah. She could just be an Islander or she could be or she could be African or she could be Indian. I respect it. Maybe I'm, I'm I could be totally undermining just just men in general, because I would just think, again, men, you certain things should pick up. No. Oh, don't get me wrong. The vast majority, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, vast. Give it to him. Vast majority are just nasty niggas who don't care and, about and, age. And and that's the what vast I vast majority. That's that's but, where I'm at with it. But Come here, on, here, here's the thing. Just because forty five percent are one thing doesn't mean that all those twenties and, and this and that are ignorable. You could and be duped. It it can happen. Not not just it can happen, it does happen. Dog, I went to my brother's high school mm -hmm. to volunteer. I parked in the back, hopped out, found the band room because uh, mm -hmm. my brother went to a different high school than I did, so I didn't, I didn't even know how to get to yeah. the band room. Yeah. So I, I find my way to the band room. I hop out. You know, I walk directly there. Um, I'm talking to the band director. He dapped me up. It's a big, you know, thing or whatever. Mm. Um, there's this jackass that works there, assistant band director, really weird dude, fragile mm. ego type of nigga. Mm. I walk in, and he's just to paint a picture. Self-hating black dude, one of those dudes uh, who just really weird, and you can tell that all yeah. you can tell that he spends every day doing Roblox and Twitch as an adult, and he looks like he smells like Cheetos. Oh, he's a couch potato. He's one of them niggas. Uh. Now I walked in, and he immediately started being weird towards me. He started being mad, confrontational, and. While I was there volunteering, I'm teaching the kids, you know, their mm -hmm. music. I'm going through stuff or whatever. He's doing little things to undermine me over and over again. At one point, I taught the kids something. And I had I changed their sound. Like they, you could tell. I hit the downbeat. I'm conducting. They played something, and at the end, I cut them off. The kids sounded so different. They all got excited. They're jumping up and down. They're like, "Oh yeah. man, it worked!" They're so excited. This dude gets mad. He walks up to me. He's like, "Hey, you don't have a visitor pass." You need to go to the office and get a pass. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. my bad, kids, this and that. Because I got to be an example. I'm not. I already know what type of time he's on. My brother warned me before I got there. Yeah. You know, I shrugged it off. I was like, I'm going to go get a pass, this and that. All right, cool. So I turn and I leave the, the practice room. Mm -hmm. The practice room has a hallway. I'm walking down the hallway. I see a lady leaning on the door outside the dance girl's room. I walk up to the lady. I'm like, hey, um... I need to get a visitor's pass, but I've never gotten one before. Do you, like, where do you usually go to get yours? She turns around and tells me, she's like, I'm a sophomore. <laughs> Whoa. Mm. Whoa. I thought that was someone's parent. I thought she was older than me. Mm. Why? She was a tall chick or something? Auntie body. Auntie face, auntie I got body. You. I got you. I and got we you. know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh Okay. What I'm saying is, we always, when we talk about like the whole can people tell the age thing or whatever, we always think about conventionally attractive people. Yeah. We also think about conventionally sized people. Mm -hmm. That's real. So we think about, if it's a male, we mm -hmm. think about, you know, 
five seven to five nine five ten when, when it's a woman we think you know five one to like five six five seven we don't think about a woman who's five ten you know amazonian looking this is the the, the high school bo- volleyball phenom of the country she's probably 14 and look look like, like, like a, somebody's uh, mama yeah we don't think about that that's but real. there's there and it sounds like something that's infinitesimal. That's why I said I get that the vast majority is one thing. It's only a small amount. What does amount. infinitesimal mean? Cause... Super duper small. Okay. Like It sounds like something okay. that's extremely rare. Okay. Until you take all of those different rare instances and make them a list. And that's what I did in my mind. Because I was like, okay, just like there's people who could be fat as hell and look old. People who could be no hairline and look old people who could be bad skin and look old people who could be tall as hell and look old people who could be and you start making that list into a group of people you start realizing that's a lot of people yeah there's a lot of guys in high school who have the mature face but then they salt and pepper Mm -hmm. really early and they'll have a full gray beard and hair and everything yeah, it ha- it definitely happened. We definitely knew it because we used to tease the we guys. Used tease we, we used to yeah. tease the guy. You you thirty boy. <laughs> <laughs> you thirty. And it's yeah. funny because you you're his peer and you making that joke, and then you got somebody on the other line who's like, "Why did you think he an adult?" Mm. Exactly. We all as kids looking like he ain't one of us. Oh That's- nigga, substitute teacher face ass nigga. Go go to the front. Go on the board, nigga. Do your job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. My nigga, shout out to Fred. Fred Orlando, uh, Robinswood Middle School, seventh grader. Fred, we used to run. We used to um, we Fred. used to confuse. We used to use Fred to confuse the substitutes because <laughs> Fred was Mexican and his parents used to make him come in with the button down. You know the Mexican button downs with no sleeves. Uh huh. Like he the, the short sleeve. The per- yeah. per- 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 <laughs> so he used to be standing in the front of the room looking like George Lopez. <laughs> Low rider. <laughs> so Fred would be standing there. We'd be like, "Oh, we we got a we got a substitute." Fred, you know what to do. Fred go stand in the front, and then the substitute will come in and be like, "Oh, wow, I didn't know somebody was covering this class." It's like, "Yeah, I got it." And then the substitute will walk out and leave. Oh, that's fire, yo. And go Y'all to the bad. Off, Y'all's bad and we be dying because 20, 25 minutes later, you see the substitute come back in. Oh, y'all, y'all think y'all fucking funny? Jail. <laughs> You're going to jail. Jail. Where where's C-Roll? Sirog with the handcuffs. <laughs> Shout out to Sirog. But but that's the thing. Fred looked like he was a thirty year old nigga on his second divorce, and we were in seventh grade. Mm. Uh, second divorce is crazy. That, that mute, is, mute that, yourself. That is yeah. You, you 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 definitely should be quiet for a little bit. Full mustache. He said second divorce is crazy. <laughs> but I guess to like bring that thing back, homie's not really out of pocket. Mm-mm. He was speaking from a place of like just truth the ugly truth sometimes yeah. it ain't gonna sound it ain't gonna sound pretty i think that's where we all i just had a reaction to what a verb said because i just reacted to a, a clip i heard but then i didn't really dissect it break it down do no homework or anything like that and you think you that's what, what happened with this clip and i think that that's what happened with this clip pretty much because it do sound crazy a grown man you know, on his camera phone talking about that, talking about referring to 15 and 16 year old as predators, as, as, as predatory. <laughs> it sounds like that you sound, sound crazy. You, you look like an oxymoron trying to, you know, trying to be an oxymoron with the shit. Right. Yeah. But lowercase oxy capital moron. That, yeah. that part. Yeah. So 
But I it, like it needed to be like said that. because I feel like what he did was a service to the community because men need to hear that. that, yeah. that, that parents need to hear on. that. And parents, parents need to Espe- hear that as well. Especially che- parents. Check them social check medias. Check your child. Check them social medias. They Make ain't sure gonna do shit. So, fellas, y'all y'all make sure y'all care. That Careful. part. Ain't nobody but, here. To, but I want to hold men accountable. Do your due diligence, too, though. You know what I'm saying? I, I believe that that's fair. Just, yeah. If you chase and tell, Just make sure. Just do what you can. Try Do your best. Sometimes you it, you could get duped, but I say you should it's rare, be though. very attentive and try to be mindful of that type of stuff, especially if you're an older cat that don't mind going younger. You mm. should be more careful. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to go too young. Yeah. That, that's what Damn. I mean. <laughs> that shit's crazy, man. That shit is crazy. I just always find it funny when I'm on the timeline and it's people that I know of. I was like, I knew you before we turned 18 and I know what type of time you was on. Like, you mm. lied to so many niggas. Like, you mm. lied. And it is crazy where it's like, I remember watching you do this. Going I remember watching you set niggas up. Like, them niggas was not, would not have been fucking with you if they knew what was going on. <laughs> they just thought it was nah. easy, something easy. That part. And that's that's where it gets sad. So, again, just pre- protect, the, protect the youngins, man. I go to Valencia. That was the lie. They, they always was like, I go to Valencia. Mm-hmm. I'm a substitute teacher at Evans. And see, the thing is, they go for the they go for typically the hood guys or the, mm-hmm. or the dope yeah. boys and stuff. So them niggas ain't asking no questions. They're not looking. Mm-hmm. They're they oh, not asking you, nobody. You, you down the ride around and get. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And that's how it go. That shit is crazy, man. But for the throwback of the day, we're gonna jump in one last record, and uh, after this, we got our listener letter. Stay tuned. Let's go ahead and keep the vibes up. You know, I gotta, I gotta play one of my favorite records of all time. Y'all should recognize it. It needs no introduction. Oh, you playing it? That's my shit. Don't believe. Who dick you sucking? Don't call me with that bullshit, alright? You lying? You lying to me, D? Yeah, exactly. Who dick you sucking? Come on, B. I just heard some shit about you. Some foul shit. Fuck is the deal? Suck my fucking dick, you bitch ass nigga. No, you explain it to me, bitch. You know what I'm talking about. I this don't nigga. know nobody up here. You don't fuck with nobody up here, and I ain't been fucking with nobody. Yo, t- yeah, I don't know nobody in fucking Yonkers. Lying ass bitch, you ain't shit. Do I got to holler his name too? Who the fuck is he? Bitch, you fucking him. My sincerest apologies go out to anybody who's ever had that uh, conversation, you know. Like I said last episode, man, sometimes, you know, it's hard to fuck behind a nigga, man. I'm politicking with this chicken, wondering if I'm a creeper. Little hood rap bitch from 25th named Jamaica coming through like I do, you know, getting my bark on. Knew she was a thug, cause when I met her, she had a scarf on. 5411, size 7 and girls, baby face would look like she was 11 with curls. Girlfriend, remember me from way back? I'm the same cat with the wave cap that my fucker at TNT used to blaze at. Still here, so it's all good. Oh, you know my niggas rich and them doing their thing on 35th day. It's a small hood and it's all wood, so let me get that number. I get up, alright? Hit you on the jack later on, see what's up. Talking to shorty made me wanna do something nice. Looking at that ass made me wanna do something tonight. And I know right when I see right. Shorty looking like she tight, she bite. Better give a nigga the green light. When my games are being played, how's it going down? Till it's gone, then I got to know now. Is you with me or what? 
that shorty like what you need, what you want. Want for nothing, cause I got you, but you front. I see you with your baby father, but it don't matter. Since you gave me the pussy, that ass is getting fatter. Let that nigga play daddy, make moves with me. I done kept it more than real, boo. Can't lose with me. Dirty smacked you, cause you said my name when y'all was sex. Ran up on this cat, he thought was me and started flexing. You know I ain't even with that. He gon' have to get that just on GP. Tried to creep me? What? That nigga sleepy. Run a strength for you, and that's your kid's daddy. Right. I ain't gon' send him on his way, put him up in that big caddy. But let him know. Never mind, yo. I need you to go. Take the snow up to 150. C Joe, get that. Come back with that, and we can split that. Sit back. Fuck, fuck for L, forget that. What we'll type of games are being played? How's it going down? It's on till it's gone, then I got to know now. Cause you with me, you what? Think I'm trying to get me enough. Max, how's it going down? Classic. Got you. God bless. And y'all already know, right about this time, and definitely rest in peace to the dog. Mm-hmm. Right about this time, let's go ahead and jump right on in to the listener letter. Now, there was a ton of these to sift through. I got one of the, the, the easier ones. We doing one today? Yeah. <laughs> That's only, cool. We only got time for one, to be honest. We going to give y'all a listener letter today. Just uh, stay tuned. Yeah, that's going to be the next episode. We'll make that okay. fan appreciation day. We we all y'all, because y'all been waiting. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <clears throat> all right, so this this question is more to me. I do you think? But you guys can also give your opinion on the second question, because I feel like the second question is more open. Okay. First question is directly to me, though. All right, so it says, Dear Reggie Days Radio, I've been listening to you guys for a few years now, and my, I'm a, yeah, boyfriend. My boyfriend loves to steal the songs that I get from your show when I'm not looking. I always wondered, Reggie, are you an artist? If so, why don't you play your own music? If not, what would your music sound like if you were one? Belinda from Mount Vernon. Uh, I'm assuming New Mount York. Vernon. 
right? Oh, I thought Maryland. Oh, there's a, well, there's Mount Vernon in New York too. Yeah, there is out there by the Bronx. Well, whichever right? one you up north, you know what I'm saying? Whichever one. Yeah. Shouts out to Mount Vernon. Um, but yeah, um, I'm not an artist, but yes, you is. Yeah, I'm not an artist. But anyway, but if I were an artist, what would my music sound like? Is a if I were an artist, what would my music sound like? I guess examples of what <clears throat> I think my music would sound like. I feel like there's two types of music that I hear. Three, excuse me. Three types of music that I hear, and it makes me feel like, damn, I feel like that would come from me. There's a type of time where I hear people like people like Gates. There's certain records that mm-hmm. I hear from Gates where I'm like, there's a certain type of aggression where I'm like, damn, I could have done that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a voice for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the more melodic records that I hear from early Drake, like the okay. the so far gone I Drake, got you. okay, slash uh, late registration Kanye, okay, ish sounds where it's like not the 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 boom bap rapping, but more so. Kind of rap talking, and like the introspective raps, exactly. So like the lust for lives of the world, exactly. Or like uh, Kanye West roses, right? Uh-huh. Um, we outside the emergency room. Room, mm-hmm. you can hear her heart. Beat, I can hear you beat, on beat. Drive slow, not to put you out there because you know we we play around sometimes with music, but I can hear you on like a drive slow. Exactly. Like, like I remember like, my first like time that. playing Kanye. It was it was roses. My uh-huh. grandma thought that was me. Really, like that voice. My homie Molly used to say, Sunny Knife in May, like my voice when I do play around does hit that timbre and naturally kind of stay in that range. So kind of like how people hear IDK and IDK doesn't, I don't think he copies Kanye, but his natural speaking voice, IDK sounds just like Kanye a lot. He's a dope rapper. I never really listened to that aspect, but his like, just the way his voice sounds when he talks. Yeah. He sounds like Kanye. Okay. So I feel like that would be a range of where I would go. And I think the most out, the third I would do would be like, sonically, I think a lot of the soul tapey vibe as far as the, the instrumentals. I, Ross, Not the voice. Ross type shit. You, you more, this is for the fans. I mean, yeah, I, listener. I, I'll give you that. I, you I think, I think. My first thought was Soul Tape, but I think Ross matches that I could, vibe. I can hear you doing luxury tax type, yeah, type vibes, magnificent type vibes. Yeah, true that, true that. Swimming in women. <laughs> Why that bar? Why that bar? I really wish I didn't start with that bar, but it was <laughs> it's a play off of a off mic convo. Just sick, but. Um, <laughs> That that I guess that would be me if I had to paint the picture of what I would sound like. That's a fun question. That was dope. All right, so see, well, it was for you. But we we, we respect the second okay. question. The second. What's the second? The second question. What Go would your to. music? What would what would your music sound like if you had to describe your music to mm. someone? What would it? Me, I say jazzy. Um, I, I'll go with like Larry June. Currency Larry June type type style of vibes. Uh, maybe rice. some 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 primo rice. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cardo type like all right, boom. So um, if y'all familiar with Cardo got wings, mm-hmm. I think that would be a type. I would say probably like Harry Fraud 
type stuff probably and then i got this other side to me that likes speed and i'm trying to think of where would i get speed and beats from like together who made popping tags beat from the know. blueprint okay it don't matter no popping tags was just blaze okay Wasn't it? yeah just blaze um i wouldn't say just blaze there's a new york person i would pick uh, Larry June, Currency, Wiz type style, and probably like a little bit of Alchemist. Like when I like go in a certain space, I I say probably like Alchemist. Type that's style yeah, that's too. that's a tight circle. That's a <clears throat> tight circle. All right. Last but not least, Monet, what would your music sound like if you were an artist? Um, I like so many different types of sounds. Um, I would say if I, I know I wouldn't be able to pick a lane, <laughs> so. R&B would more so be a very weird blend, but try to follow me here. Let's get it. Um, It would be a blend of Summer Walker's vibe, like the type of vibe of music that she puts out, but with Adele's voice. I, oh. I When I, okay. I, I, I am not the best singer, but when I do sing, I like her pitches. I like the soul it brings. I think Summer Walker is a great <clears throat> artist, but I don't think she's a great singer. So I feel like if I were to make a song, it would have her vibe, but um, just Adele's voice and the soul that she brings to songs. I don't know. I just like her as Interesting. An I said it was going to be weird, but you asked me my question. So that no, was that's cool. Answer. That was a good one. <laughs> no, that's, that's no, those are that two coming. different worlds. Um, if I had to say... Uh, the more hip hop because I agree with you shame I yeah. do like you know faster music I would say I would be the doja cat okay um because she doesn't make all the pussy rap and I'm not a big pussy rap type of person but if anyone if any of you know uh, the artist Tony Snow I call him Snow but it's Snow mm -hmm. um it would be his sound but doja cat but a yeah <laughs> but a woman got you yeah, which yeah. is funny because i haven't heard a woman rap with that style there's a lot of dudes that rap with that specific oh, I think it'll be sound I but think i've it'll never be heard dope. one woman tap into that flow it, so i think it could be dope i think it would be so dope um and we'll do a a, a short one okay we're doing dear one. reggie days radio what do you think was your worst music take or music prediction this is from rick from dayton ohio mm. Rick and Morty. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Uncle Rick. Um, what was your worst music prediction or music take? Well, if you ask Reggie, all of his are great. Nah, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I've had some. Boy, let me I tell you. I had some bullshit. Some of my lie. shit did not age well. Yeah, likewise. I can't. That's a great question. We've been pawing for some years. I told you every time we talk, I'd be... It, it humbled me because I forget how, how long we've been doing it. So, well, am, am I, I guess I'm being proven wrong. Okay, I've been being proven wrong that Sexy Red isn't mainstream. That was recent because me and you was talking about it. I guess I'm about gracefully. Sexy Red's mainstream. Is I, she? Yeah. I mean, yeah, at this point now. she. I don't believe she was when I was saying it still, but I do believe over time that didn't age well. <laughs> that's just off the that's just off the top. Um my chance the rapper take died a horrible death. What was that? What was the take? I thought Chance was the next guy. 
You thought he was about to be the second coming of Drake? Not the second coming, as in <laughs> similar. But, gotcha. like, I thought he was the next guy. The guy in hip. Like, I thought he I gotcha. was on his way up to that. Um, I thought... I'm going to do another one, too. I thought Big Sean would have made the race more interesting. Like, my Big Sean take... I was like, to me, Big Sean is just as talented and can keep up with Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. <clears throat> that nigga embarrassed the ever-living shit out of me. Yeah, and even if I never said it recordingly, I was there with Wale. Like, I was saying that about Wale. I still think Wale and Big Sean will rap most of y'all out under the table, but in context of what we're talking about, they're bad takes. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, um, I'll even go as far as to say that with the versus style battle where you got to only pick 20, I think that going against Wale or going against Big Sean is scary as shit for a lot of your favorite rappers. For sure. Wale, I'm... I t- we talked about this crazy off my. I told you Wale 20, is burning the block down. I don't care what. Yeah, because their twenty is a is a horrendous twenty to have to stand in front of. How eclectic? <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna get to it. But you know, we got wait, wait. We got to be more humble with these. These are bad takes. Yeah, they, they, that was that we was lost. Bad. We lost. You you got it. I, like I said, we did say Big Sean and, and Wale were gonna be the second coming of these guys. And their lyrical ability may be there, but at the end of the day, what, what we see is just not that, unfortunately. It don't take away from how great they are, but it is what I'm it is. Not gonna give, I'm not even going to give my next take. I'm going to just say the name of the artist, and we're going to move on. What's that? And we'll all, we can all give it a moment of silence. You ready? Okay. Uh-huh. Tory Lanez. Nothing else to be said. That, was, that didn't age well. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I'm going to just say, didn't I, age I, got, well at all. I, I told you, too. Before we recorded that, I told you. We're moving along. Next. Party next door. Ooh, oh. PND. I, I got a bad one, too. I know one time I got, I can't remember when, but I remember getting geeked, and I thought he dropped that out. Oh, my God. Yo. The take was colors? so, yeah, yeah. I got hyped. Like, that was a new album because I'm a party guy. Like, pause. I just like his music. And then it sounded it sounded crazy. I'm a party guy. It, it was flagrant. Crazy. It was flagrant and I I caught it though. Kitty, I caught kitty, it. Kitty. <laughs> She's ignorant for hey, that. Hey yo Sheen, why you never party but, with me no more? But but anyway, I remember when P and D came out with the what I thought colors was a tape full of new stuff. And I think I confidently got on the uh got on the recording that day, like, yo, he just dropped this new the one song was new, I think, but nothing else was new. I got a good one. This one was off the mic. This one was off the mic, but I'll take this L publicly. Um, there was a time where Mo- album, yeah. Monet handed me a muffin. Where, she um, muffin? Yeah, she, she cracked the shit out of my muffin. Where I thought Justin Bieber was bigger than Cardi mm. B. Oh, yeah, I had to. She cracked the shit out Ooh. of my muffin. Yeah. I wish I was here for that. I, just I had like- no idea. I would have just liked the scene how that went. I was in in disbelief. Yeah, Practice I had to, shit. I had to go through every articles and all of that. Cause yeah, I mean Justin fucking Bieber. We, when we uh-huh. think of just, we think as Justin Bieber as the second coming of Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Most 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 niggas. Like, that's just true. Yeah. Right. No Cardi. When I tell you the numbers, like it wasn't even dramatically close. Dramatically different. Off and of also when you think only because of, of one watch, album, one album. Or just yeah. her first album was just, it sold that much. It's the first album, to be honest. Yeah. Damn. 
She and it's crazy because you look at Justin Bieber, you're like, this nigga has been selling X, Y, Z really for so many years. So she really outsold Justin Bieber. Well, her numbers are crazy. Her numbers are insane. It's not even close. Yeah. Yeah, I would have got my muffin cracked too because I would have <laughs> I would have been on that hill with you like, ain't no... Ain't, boy, yeah, it just... Boy, did, like, boy, ain't no way. And then when you do the years because you're like, well, Justin's career is... You know, he was yeah. popping when he was a child and all of that. Like, yeah. you do the math, it really don't make sense. But she sent me the articles. There's no lie. There's no cap in her rap. And it's not close. Salute to Cardi. Yeah. Yeah. I like that question. Uh, what was your b- bad oh, music that, taste? That, mine, since we're speaking of Cardi, I did not think she was going to end up good. When she first came out and just, I liked the person that she was. It was mm-hmm. a breath of fresh air, but I was like, oh, this bitch can't. She's not going to make it very far. She's not going to last very long. Mm. I honestly thought that because I just thought because of the way that she portrayed herself and yeah. how she was and like loving hip hop and stuff like that. I was like, listen, everyone knows if you're in love with hip hop, your music probably isn't that good. That's true. She <laughs> so definitely, just, she turned I, the tide for love and hip hop. So I just was Respect. like, oh, she's going to be one of these people that's not going <laughs> to last long. Her music's not going to be good. And she just came back to back. And I was like. Okay. I there got was one somebody more I thought was a one hit wonder that I was wrong, and I'm trying to remember. While you remembering, I got one. Um, when we was talking about Nikki, um, I got I had to buy out gracefully. I tried too. I tried, boy. This was off mic. Y'all y'all would have liked it. It was a long conversation, but after a while, I just had to just be like, "You got me, bro." We were talking about her lyricism and where she ranks in 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 rapping amongst women. And stuff I'm like that. I'm pretty much saying that it wasn't. Yeah, I was. I was saying she was stratospheres ahead of people. Hell no. But then I had to listen. To, I still think she's one of the best female rappers to rap. I'll stand there. But where I where I had her has shifted. Um, <laughs> that's all. I had her. I had her. I was talking with that energy of like that old head who won't who won't who, won't, who won't accept that. Well, LeBron's not better than Jordan, in my opinion, neither. But I, one of them people who dined on that Jordan Hill, uh, Nikki was my Jordan, and then I had to go look at my facts, and I listened to you know the women that rap too, and I was like, I'm I'm dead ass wrong, because mm-hmm. we're talking about lyrics and then songs, like songs we thought were, the Barb's gonna kill me, that we thought <laughs> were fire. You go back and they weren't <laughs> fire. I didn't say they were anything else, but they weren't fire. Yeah, stop right saying for you. No, we're not I, doing nah, that. we not doing that. We we cool. Shout out to the shout out to y'all. Cause Nikki's still dope. So that was a fun question. That was a that fun was question. Uh, thank you guys uh, for anybody who wants to submit a listener letter. You already know we will check them out at Reggie Days Radio on Instagram or Reggie Tap Days in. Radio at gmail.com R e g g i e d a e s. And if you can't spell radio, pick up a book. Mm. No relationship questions. I'm glad we haven't done any. Um, yeah, the, they they've been pretty scarce. With it's it's interesting to me because I have a lot of random questions. There are a few relationship questions, but even those are actually really interesting. That, but that's what we asked for. There's some twists on those. <clears throat> that's what we asked for because we was like y'all. There was a time where y'all was kind of giving us the same type of questions, and we just it seemed like we was repeating the conversation. So I, I shout out to the listeners for listening and may, giving us more to work with. Yeah, and me. not spamming us with relationships all day because we could talk about a bunch of other stuff, sin, conspiracy, science, uh, other stuff. Mm-hmm. We, I, we, we across the board with it. We're not limited. So whatever you want to talk about, we can find a place for it. We got you. Mm-hmm. 
Nah, for real, for real. Right about this time, man, let's go ahead and close this thing out with only the best of vibes. Yet again, rest in peace, Pimp C. Sweet John. Come on. Going down, know what I'm talking about. Thank y'all for listening, man. This has been yet another episode of the Reggie Days Radio Show. Yeah. I go by the name of Reggie Days, man. Today I was joined by my right hand man. Shame the dream. And we were also joined by Monet. Let's go. Swing, go my swing, a slab, lean to the lip. Uh, my truck is showing up about so Houston, Texas, gotta be filled. I'm a bitch, so it's automatic when I be swinging my wide frame. Four foes to 20 foes, I'm subject to glide. Make like a pill without the lip, but still so fly when I slide, man. Plus, I'm lethal, fully loaded. Ain't no taking my ride, man. We gangster, and it ain't too much you can do to stop us. Don't try to knock us, cause these diamonds got boppers trying to. Later days. This is what we gon' be, and these haters know it. So haters, haters to dip, and I know cause these haters show it. I only ride alone so they can picture me rolling. And for them jackers, they can fly, just picture what I be holding. Them hollow points will make you picture just how fast they'll be folding. A few of them I had you leaking till you're dead or you're swollen. But still, I ride like the law, floating above everything. I'm screwed up, clicking till it's over, nigga. Fish off the chain, beat the slang.